0: Hello, 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 and welcome to a very special Sunday edition of Hotline League, your favorite League of Legends eSports podcast. I am your host, Travis Gafford, bringing it to you here on the weekend, and I am joined as always by my constant co-host, Mark Zimmerman, who is ready and has not been working all day long today and is trying to sneak in a meal as the show is today
1: today's actually my light day tomorrow's my bad day oh really That's why okay. i can't do hotline lead yeah because i have the dive into meetings into uh i don't think it's a secret the soul fighter event no they've yeah. been uh, tweeting
0: about it it might be a secret that you're working it but it's no longer a secret
1: all right well yeah i'm, I'm like hosting it so uh we Ooh. had a table read yesterday we had rehearsals today and we have the show tomorrow so it's scripted um yeah yeah, the whole thing scripted. I already know who wins. It's North America, baby. Yeah, that's what's up. It's it. Medios and Scara, the absolute behemoths. Do
0: you want to explain what this is? Because yeah, if I think a lot of people, know, had, like people, thought that I was like I was leaking something by suggesting Riot was going to do something tomorrow night, and people just have not done a good job of. Well, I'm not. I listen. I think Riot always does a great job of advertising everything, and I think this is another example of that. But go ahead and explain yep. what it is, Mark.
1: Uh, so to celebrate the upcoming arena mode, the 2v2v2v2 thing, um, it's uh, a night where they're bringing in representatives from all the, like, quote-unquote major regions. I don't know how to say it, but it's, like, not every region in the world, but NA, EU, Korea, China, Brazil, Latam, Vietnam, LJL, and nope.
0: Oh, really? Okay.
1: No Vietnam. I can't remember the last one. I Did I say Brazil, LJL? I don't know. It's fine. Whatever. Anyways, there's yeah, there, there's there's eight teams of two competing, um, and they're doing like a bunch of like combat things, like real life, uh, you know, like game a, show kind of things. What and then American they're doing Ninja a, or
0: whatever that was that show back in the nineties? Yeah,
1: kind of like that stuff. And yeah. then there's a uh, um, the actual mode two v two that they're doing at the end or arena mode. So it should be a fun night. Just tomorrow night, I, th- I don't know what channel it's on. I assume it's just gonna be on Riot Games. Um, when me, Cap Flowers, Kobe, and Avli are all the ones doing it. So. Should be pretty exciting. I think it's at like four o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock. I don't know.
0: It's in the afternoon.
1: Yeah. So that's why we can't do Hotline League tomorrow night. and We're doing it today.
0: And I will be there in person. Did I tell you that?
1: You told me you wanted to do it and then you are doing it.
0: Yes. I'm doing it. I will be there in person with Drew, hanging out, watching, attending. Um, so for folks that want to check that out, you can do that tomorrow. I think I didn't, well, and I did not know that Mark was working that event. Otherwise, I would have said something about it last week. Um, but I am somewhat happy that it worked out this way because I think we would have had to stream against it, which would have been not great, even though we don't have great viewership tonight because it's a Sunday. But, you know, it all balances out. Uh, either way, let's introduce our guest for this week. Covey, it's been a while since you've been on the show, right? Yeah, it's been a, a long, uh, short
2: six week days. of five days. Yeah. Yes.
1: Five days. Yeah, five, six, six days. days. Yeah. yeah, whatever it is.
0: Well, it's good to have you here. I am happy to have you back. What has been going on in your world?
2: Uh, We have the last week of Challengers regular season where some of our teams are playing better. Uh, The player that is probably at least my vote for most valuable prospect, we only have two games left, so it's probably determined now, it is Masu of FlyQuest Challengers. We'll see if he wins as it's a broadcast award. Uh, but he's been playing competitive for three splits and is the strongest marksman and one of the best players in our league, and he is nuts. Uh, so I definitely recommend watching the tape and seeing what he did today on uh, the Kaisa. Besides that, I'm going through the quarterback uh, docuseries on Netflix, which is fun. So, you know, that's, that's good. We're definitely, uh, you know, nothing else is going on during that time. Nice. Well, I'm glad I'm to I, I'm going to miss the event tomorrow. I got invited, but I got to work. Uh, so...
0: Uh, have fun at Soul Fighter, and best of luck. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, we got a lot to talk about this week because we're going into the last week of LCS, and I think there's just been several conversations that have emerged over the past however many days. But, Mark, uh, what have you been watching and doing lately? Before we get into all that. Oh, you're muted.
1: I unmuted and somehow re muted again instantly. Um, I haven't been watching a ton of stuff. I think we saw. Fuck, what's that comedy movie? There's another comedy movie I feel like we we watch. There's Past Lives, and I think we watched something else, but I can't remember. What came out recently? I'll go look at it. What was it? No Hard Feelings? Didn't I already say that one, though? Didn't we watch something else? Joyride. Sorry. Yep, Joyrides It. Thank you, Khan. Um, yeah, Joyride. Khan uh, knows more about it
0: than Ashley and she saw it.
1: Well, she she got there too. Um I couldn't remember it. But yeah, it was it was uh, what you would expect from that kind of movie. But it was it was a good version of that. American comedies. Um other than that, I'm just forcing myself to play Final Fantasy 16 uh, because Baldur's Gate 3 isn't here yet uh realistically i want to play halls of torment because that looks sick and it's just going to eat my whole life up so i'm going to play that probably get me to to baldur's gate 3 i love the news that triple a devs are complaining that like baldur's gate 3 is setting a too high of a standard for them because they can't make good games or something it's it's hilarious and i love it
0: i didn't even heard about that discussion
1: well because you don't follow anything that's not magic the gathering
0: that's definitely not true I literally watched a video this week that was like th- <laughs> 45 minutes long about a dude who got to play uh, Baldur's Gate early. He went to like some event at a castle where they like decked it all out yep. and they were talking about the different, uh, what's the, there's like an origin class or something like that that you can not yeah. forget. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah it's sick. It's going to be amazing. I do follow um, things. Mark's face was Mark? too good. Mark's face was too good for that. Yeah. Anyway, so I had not heard about that. I guess we'll talk about it later. But Travis
1: knows about the bear sex. I, I brought it up last week.
0: I finished Barry, and it's so Ooh. fucking good. I ha- highly recommend everybody go finish Barry. Great go Watch show. Barry if you haven't done it yet. It is very, very good. I finished it at, like, 2 in the morning and then listened to the podcast that Bill Hader's been doing with The Ringer and listened to, like, the last episode about about the podcast about the last episode and his whole thing which is fantastic i recommend that if you like it especially because bill Hader is just really great in it and it's just very real i guess is the best way to put it um i i love it so yeah but barry was fantastic i think it's my favorite show that i've seen in the past i don't know five six seven years maybe i it's just so good so so good uh but i think It's my favorite show. I'm not saying it's the best one from the past five or seven years. Also, we have a scam train going. Thank you to everybody who's uh, subbing right now. I will definitely be shouting you all out. But a couple things to get into. One, uh, I am going to be dropping, I guess maybe tomorrow, a video that I did talking about sort of what's going on with Travis Gafford Industries moving forward. Uh, For those of you that are interested, please go check it out. I talk a little bit about how the current economic environment and the eSports winter and LCS stuff is affecting TGI and what's going on. Uh, so I, don't, I I know a lot of you are not interested in that stuff, but if you are, please go check it out. Some of the members on the YouTube channel have already seen it because it's, it's already set to be members. So if you're a member, you can go watch it now. Uh, but maybe by the time this goes up, it'll be up. Anyway, uh, but there's that. And then... I just want to say I'm going to be at Comic-Con this next week. I'm getting in. I'll be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So if you see me there, please say hi. Would love to say hi. And yeah, let's get into the news. Let's get into the news. So. Uh, what is the news? The big stories this the from segment? this
1: week. Are there any?
0: Well, I think Fanatic is fucking, or uh, Fanatic. I was looking at Reddit and the Fnatic drama. We're not talking about that because this is LCS. But. Uh, flyquest is fucking boomed right there's technically not out
1: yeah they they're technically not out
0: technically but they're practically out and i think that that's interesting they're tied with the immortals for ninth which is just wild uh 100 thieves i think is an interesting thing to talk about obviously they had a yeah but this
1: isn't like this isn't like news this is just like hey the lcs happened this week or there wasn't like Oh, this other thing. You know, sometimes we're like, this thing is news. Was there any news,
3: yeah. Twitch
0: chat? Let us know if there's anything that happened in the last six days that we need to discuss. That I've Spawn. I
1: T- Team Liquid Challenger locked first place. Troop. Okay. Who cares? <laughs> Certainly no one on this call. Nope. None of us would care about not tier one. Yep.
0: he's trying to get that permanent spot in the LCS casting lineup. And uh, in order to do that, he has to pretend he doesn't care about and Think card
1: gassing his boys up after a three-o week.
0: Yeah. Uh, but oh, we had uh, Poom replace Diamond on Dig.
1: And then go 0-3? Yes. Exactly. Unlucky?
0: Maybe they should not have replaced Diamond. I don't know. Who can say? Who can say? Uh, anything else in Twitch chat? Meshbeard says C9 back in Soul first, mainly due to GG and EG dropping. And then I think that's most of it. So I think this is, look, this is a great week. This this is usually a fun week because of a couple things. One, we can talk about the MVP and all-pro race. We got, like, we're heading into the final week. People can sort of start to make predictions before people start to vote and, like, who should be in that conversation. I think we'll probably have conversations about where teams are going to finish Or any kind of retrospective stuff. Uh, I know LCS did a really exciting sports themed broadcast this week that we could talk about. Uh, There was another thing that LCS announced. Oh, by the way, does okay. We are less than two weeks out. We're like, we're one week away from, well, less than one week away from like playoffs week. Does anyone know what the schedule is for that week? Because, I don't think it's been posted uh, yet on Lal Esports, and is it, it's nowhere not posted. It's not. It's not known. It's. I don't think it's known. Is it like? Is it happening on the weekend? Is it happening on the weekdays? There's no information. Again, the last time Law got updated was June 9th. so over a month uh, and a half ago.
1: Okay, uh, it is. I believe the four day weeks are. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. Almost positive on that. Thank you for letting me Thank know. Thank God. Yeah. <sighs> I, I, I'm, I think that's true. I hope that's not going to piss someone off that I said that, and then it turns out not to be true. But I'm, I'm someone told me that because I was asking the same thing this week. Yeah.
0: Well, I just wish this stuff was advertised a little bit better. Uh, it feels like there was one other thing we were going to try to talk about, but maybe a call will come in on it. I don't know. But if there's anything else that we're forgetting, please let us know, and we will move forward with that. But I guess, Mark, you want to explain how the show works?
1: Uh, uh, I don't think we need it this week. There's a it's a pretty good group. Do you want me to explain it so that you later. can eat
0: and finish your food?
1: That won't take that long. What's what's the best way for me to eat? Is to get the collar on. Okay, okay, perfect. So can, yeah.
0: We're gonna get to collars, everybody. Uh, if you haven't, go put your take in... Just do exclamation mark instructions in the chat if you don't know how it works. And uh, also, you can join the Discord by doing... Just joining Discord.gg Travis. That brings you straight to my Discord. And we talk about all sorts of cool stuff there, including books and Magic the Gathering and League of Legends on occasion, even. But yeah, Mark, you want to start... Oh, wow, you have filled up the waiting room. Okay, off Mark goes to grab the first caller. Cubby... Mm-hmm. Is excited for this first caller, who's already here. Caller, what's your name and where are you calling from?
4: Uh, my name is Side B, and I'm calling from the DC area.
0: What's your name one more time? Side B. Side is B. Is
4: that for Melee? Uh, it was originally for Smash for Wii U because that's the one that I started with. Uh, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good.
0: <laughs> well, what do you want to? Oh, what do you want to talk about on the show? Uh,
4: so my take is that. North America's fourth seed will soundly beat EU's fourth seed for the world spot this year. And the reason I say that is looking at the top four, at least currently, for North America, I would say the most shaky right now would be Evil Geniuses. They went 0-3 this week. They're on a little bit of a skid. But assuming they get things back together, which it seems like they're going to based on the time they have and the teams that they're facing next week, They would probably do pretty soundly, and looking over at Europe, the only three teams that have a shot at that point right now, I mean, there's still three more to get determined, are G2, BDS, and Mad Lions. G2's doing pretty dominant, don't think they'll get anything below third. BDS plays through niche top lanes, and we've seen how well that works with Dignitas right now, who's on a three-game lose streak at least, uh, and currently six and nine. And then we know how Matt Lyons does, at least this year, internationally and historically against fourth seeds, at least in North America, especially if that uh, seat is Evil Geniuses, which they have a little bit of a history of. But I think with the way North America is looking and the way EU looked, at least compared to how those two looked at MSI and how they're looking so far through the summer, I think North America's got it pretty much on lock.
0: And uh, sorry, you think EG is going to be the fourth?
4: Uh, Just potentially, they seem like the lowest, at least out of the top four right now, where they might be the most shaky compared to Cloud9, Golden Guardians, EG, and TL, who are currently the top four. If some team like NRG or TSM were to jump up, or even potentially something like Dignitas or 100 Thieves, I think we'd still be okay. NRG's probably the most shaky out of the top six there, but that's just because they have a little bit of inconsistency issues. They are on a little bit of an upturn beating you know Cloud9 a few weeks ago and now pulling off a couple, I guess you could consider them upsets, but I think out of the top four right now at least, Evil Geniuses looks like that fourth seed even though they might not end up there when the bracket's all said and done.
0: Yeah, I think the subplot uh, here that is interesting in this call that we don't have to spend too much time on, but I do think it is interesting in that for a lot of this split, it was C9, Golden Guardians, EG on contention. And the premise for your call is somewhat you think EG's now the fourth spot and TL has presumably taken that third best team.
1: Well, also the caller said that anyone in the top four will be okay. So gotcha. Whether okay. it's Team Liquid or not. Uh, okay. Small quick thing on, on the EU status as well is remember they use championship points. Um, so yes. G2 currently has uh, 180, I think, between spring, uh, winter and spring. Um, yeah, and the absolutely. most you can get in summer is 180. So, it's almost guaranteed that G2 is not playing in the 4th place match, thank god. They are probably the team I'm most scared of regardless. Yep. Um, so feels feels pretty good, man, I'd say.
0: That is very cool. What dude, so Mark, do you think the championship point system can send a shitty team in at 4th?
1: I, I mean, I, I, think mean it can I happen. I don't know.
2: At the moment, like the biggest thing going on in EU is that Fnatic might be gatekept from actually, like, advancing. Because Fnatic, this split, uh, I actually think that's a team where... Noah Trimby is a bot lane that I think might give a headache to some of the bot lanes that probably would be matching up from LCS. Um, And, I mean, honestly, what I need uh, from this matchup, like, I think what would just make this the biggest banger of all time, if somehow we get a miracle, and we just get FlyQuest versus Vitality, and we can see which super team failed the hardest, you know? (laughs) <laughs> uh, I feel like that's the best of five. We, we that seems
0: win. very unlikely.
2: It does, but you know, how great would that be?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they make it to the fourth place, then they're not really the super team that has failed that bad, right? Like That's know. true, but still. You know. I just think it would be funny if somehow, because of EU's weird format that we keep getting flamed for disliking, what happened even last week's episode, if they end up setting like a goofy team... And at the fourth thought, and then would they just get crushed by NA because we sent our actual fourth best team in the at that point in time.
1: Yeah, who, who knows? I f- that's why I was like, it's hard to predict because anything could happen. Some team like Buster's out that has more championship points than they're playing. Who cares? I think the bigger question that is ultimately the heart of this is which region has more good teams. Um, I think it's pretty close. You know, I, I actually really like Team Liquid uh, it is chances. Close. In uh, I'm actually kind of more pessimistic on EG right now because it does feel like that other shoe has dropped that we were kind of all worried about, or at least like I was saying. It was like, what happens when Jojo Pune's not the best player in the world? Evil Genius <laughs> is, just
0: shows like, up, first time chatter, says based, and then you say like your dad on them and you, they say, oh, not based. Perfect timing. Okay, sorry, go ahead.
1: <laughs> yeah, they, they are, EG is uh, looking maybe a little one-dimensional right now. Uh, whereas Team Liquid has their problems, they are so bad in mid to late game, which is really scary in a best of five. But at least uh, they get insane early game leads. So I don't know. I I, I would feel pretty good with either one, honestly.
2: I, I think the positive too for TL is that as long as they decide to stick with APA, like that's only going to get better. Uh, and I I've seen you know their challengers team play mid game with Harry and APA in. And it's about the same. It's good. But I know that APA is a vocal player, at least when he is playing on that challengers lineup, And his ability to communicate with the team right now isn't great. So I feel like TL almost have more upside to try and clean that up, uh, given that... I think they're just gonna start melding better and better as a team. But, uh, they haven't fixed that for... Like, it's gotten better, but it's not fixed. Uh, and it's been a their issue all year, right? So... Yeah. That, that, that's kind of the headache, right?
1: I feel like Harry gets so hated on. I think he's better than, than the community gives him credit for. Yeah, he has legitimately bad problems with team fighting. Yes, um, and he's playing on a team that also like has team fighting problems. So it's like it's like a compounding effect where he really looks like he's inting team fights sometimes. And I yeah. understand that APA is probably a better team fighter and stuff. But I feel like uh, he had strength as well. He was a good laner. He was um, you know pr- pretty good in the early game and part of the reason that Team Liquid blew people out in the early games. But you know, I'm I'm very happy with APA being in, but I see people on Reddit now be like Harry was dog shit worst mid laner in the LCS, and I'm like, bro, look at some of the other mids in the LCS, and then try and say that again because they have I, legitimately nothing they do well.
2: I 100% agree, and that was very much my read of Harry as a player going into LCS. It, it's funny because I actually I think he team fights better on melees than mages, and I like his melee play better overall. Uh, but yeah, I I also think with Harry, a bit of it is my read on him has always been like somewhat confidence. I think that at times he does ebb and flow in terms of form. And a lot of that's based on his own confidence. And I gotta say like Harry coming into the day for challengers in 10 games, he's averaging over a thousand gold. uh, Yeah. I was going to say, is he crushing it in in NACL like he, yeah, he's destroying NACL. Uh, So uh, like Harry's been good. Uh, So hopefully he can build up some confidence and who knows, like that's a legitimate strap that TL can move, uh, play moving forward. Harry and APA have very different champion pools. And I wouldn't be surprised if Harry reappears at some point because uh, champions like Yasuo, Yone, Akali, Silas are not champions that APA has really ever been that proficient on. And Harry is incredibly proficient on. So uh, there is an opportunity we could see more Harry still.
1: I would say even I don't think I want to see Harry again this year, given how good things are going with APA. And like you said, there's this Mm -hmm. upside. But I hope he gets a shot maybe next year. Mm -hmm. Uh, my, My bigger concern is that the community has so much hate for him and, you know, GMs don't actually pay attention. And then, you know, next thing you know, he's just like busters out of the league completely. Um, you know, we'll see him in 2025
0: yeah. and he'll be amazing. And everyone will be like, what, why did we, did, Why? how did this happen? Or whatever.
1: Is this rookie guy playing on the LCS stage like struggled a little bit? Like what the fuck? Yeah, it
0: happens every time. And I and we are yeah. as guilty, I think, often of being as critical yeah. as the community is, I guess. But
1: Back to the caller's point. Go in a, am in. Go a. Yeah, let's I'm start in. putting some money where our mouths are because you don't actually believe something if you're not willing to put anything behind it. So are all three of us willing to admit that North America is going to dick EU in the fourth place match, regardless of teams? Yeah. Honestly, yes. Because uh, right now, when I look at EU, it's like likely
2: going to be something like SK, KOI, and Vitality. And I will take... I will take my NA team chances over that. Don't
0: don't their don't well. their fourth place team always end up bombing out and uh, plans at Worlds anyway when they get to send a fourth. That
1: happened. Happened. Oh, no, that's just twice. mad lines. Mad lines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and one of them, they did lose to EG. So. I, I just think that, like, barring some crazy thing where, like, I don't even know if it's possible, but, like, somehow G2 ends up fourth, or like, we send up, we send, like, Dignitas somehow, and, like, you know, people just trolled, and, like, I lose all confidence in our top four. Um, outside of a situation like that, I'm willing to, I don't know, what should we do if if they lose? We'll, like, eat we some, or we'll be excited. We'll eat some blood sausage or something. Like, I don't know. I don't want to eat You want to eat some blood
2: sausage? It's just something spicy. I don't like spicy stuff, but I if I make an Spicy uh, Spicy's overrated
1: though. That. everyone always does spicy. No one just does like true. hey caller. Spicy. Thanks
0: so much for the call. True. Anything that you want to add to our conversation.
1: Oh, I don't want to do something that's mildly displeasing. Just feel for, free to talk
0: over minutes. Mark. Yeah, so
4: one of the things I wanted to add, uh, going on the hairy, I think, or the hairy topic. If you technically wanted to go by fantasy, which, you know, totally the best metric to grade people, but the first few weeks, Harry was the best mid laner besides Jojo Pion, and we've seen how Jojo's been doing recently. Harry was number two and for a while even took the throne as the best mid laner, and I remember, I think I had Harry week one against a team that had Jensen, which, you know, week one Dignitas was, you know, hit or miss, but... I think Jensen actually got them negative points was Harry basically helped me win my match. So clearly something's got to go right in order for that to be the case.
0: Best mid laner in North America. Uh, Anything you want to shout out before we go on to our next call?
4: Uh, Yeah, obviously shout out to you three uh, and also shout out to anyone involved in development leagues all the way up from NACL down to high school leagues, uh, which leads into my third one of shout out the high school team that I coach. They actually got first place in state this year, which really helped when we had a uh, 500 LP challenger support. So congrats. That's awesome, awesome, man. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks so much for the call and we'll catch you next time. All right. Thank you. Travis, in
1: solidarity of of europe we should not use ac for a week oh my Just, just no one has ac there apparently it's just weird i i was i was watching the ludwig video about uh something totally unrelated uh and he mentioned that as like a quick joke and i was like yeah it is weird there's just no ac yeah it's so, such yeah, a thing it's, it's in solidarity well travis and i will not use ac it'll be like september it'll be hot people don't know but it's hot as fuck in like september early october in la so yeah that's that's what it'll be if. if Europe wins, and we're wrong. We won't do AC, and if we're right, there's literally no upside. That's how confident we are. We're not even betting against anyone.
0: I'm Let's go find some this. European
1: casters. Do you don't do anything fun, man? What do you? What do you? Do? I know. I'm
0: trying to do the unfun. I'm, I'm trying to avoid doing unfun stuff. But also, how am I not supposed to? Kobe lives here. You think he's Kobe? Kobe to this? will
1: agree. Yeah, he would agree. Okay, ask him right now. Like he's confident.
0: watching an anime or something. I don't know.
1: God, you you're not fun. I'll go find someone else to make a fun bet with. Make it with because Cubby, a European guy. But we're on the same page, yeah. And like, but he's not hosting this show with me. Like, if he, if Cubby's not around that episode, like what? Cowardly Travis.
0: All right, thank you too.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll DM the EU guys. We'll figure something out. We'll do something. Kethius, Travis isn't invited.
0: Aeon Rack. Nickelodeon. I'm Yogi Chimera Potato Garden Spawn the caster for a whole year. Penny Snatcher, Arcanite Chill, Pig Food, Ixbix, and Arv. Uh, we got our next caller here. Caller, where are you, what's your name and where are you calling from?
5: Hi, my name is Mauricio. I'm calling from Houston, Texas. Mauricio from Houston. What do you want to talk about on the show? Yeah, um, I think that 100 Thieves isn't making playoffs. They're going to go 0-3 uh, this week, and they're going to finish ninth.
0: Hundred thieves is not Wait, hundred thieves isn't making playoffs. Who do you think makes it yeah. through? Immortals or Fly so It's
5: gonna, it's gonna be dig and fly out of the bottom four that make it through. D- okay,
0: right. dig and fly, dig and okay. fly. Mm-hmm. So Immortals yeah, so and hundred a- thieves does not make it. Okay, why yeah. do you? So here's the. Before we get to that, here's the schedule mm-hmm. for everybody. Uh, mm-hmm. a little a esports site is fucking me. Okay, here we go. Hundred thieves plays dig, NRG and Golden Guardians. So two middle of the pack teams and uh, Golden Guardians is up at the top. FlyQuest plays
5: middle of the pack. Whoa! What? Who? Um, Golden Guardians is uh, second place right now. No, I I'm said two middle of the pack teams oh, and Golden okay, Guardians.
0: Sorry, sorry, gotcha, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And then FlyQuest plays TSM, Immortals, and Cloud Nine.
1: So the other thing worth noting. Is that hundred thieves have the tiebreaker two zero head to head over FlyQuest? So not only does FlyQuest need to, you know, actually leap—they fro- have to leapfrog over them in the standings. Is what I'm saying, they they, they, they have to go three zero,
0: and Hundred Thieves has to go zero three.
1: Yeah, yes, they do. exactly that. Yep.
0: Okay, and so that's so your this premise. Is, here. This is
1: quite the prediction.
0: So your premise here is that FlyQuest goes 3-0, 100 Thieves goes yeah, 0-3. Yeah,
5: I I think there's a really good chance that um, Fly goes 3-0 against TSM, IMT, and C9. I think they're gonna upset C9. Honestly, I really do think. I think it's gonna come to the wire, but I think there's a good chance they upset them. Um, for Dig, they I think they um, after this loss with uh, against IMT, I think Dig might have the mental edge um, over 100 Thieves um i can also see them winning against uh golden guardians and tl um well um sorry no sorry they they lose against golden guardians and tl uh but they do get that win over 100 obviously you have to uh but for fly uh for 100 um Dinitas, they lose that energy i think they they also lose that just because i think they um closer and uh, quit are just way too shaky I mean aren't they like arguably the worst uh, mid jungle duo in the LCS right now and um, golden Guardians yeah I think that I think they should just genuinely stomp hunter thieves
0: per- personally I think the the thing even if I took everything else I think fly over cloud 9 is maybe okay. too much for me to swallow like I, I just feel I like, feel like- that's the toughest
1: yeah. one. Yeah, I think you yeah. called the wrong bet. If you're going to call this, I would go IMT just because they play EG, who's slumping a little bit. They play FlyQuest, and then they play NRG, who is, like I think, actually good when they're playing well, and they are right now. Um, but it's not like a C9 or a GG that you have to upset. Plus, Immortals does have a one-to-one record, so they only need to uh, go one game or two games better than uh, 100 Thieves. Yeah. 100 really? Thieves can even win a game if they 3-0 for Immortals, and they'll still tie them, and then they have to play a Tiebreaker.
0: Man, um, a world where fly quests, yeah, you, yeah, 100 thieves don't make IMT. it, and IMT yeah. does is a how wild dare one. you,
1: my boy Ed Eddie Edward Raw popping off. Did anyone tactical. just yeah, been. I revenge? I know you're quaking in your boots when you look across the rift and you see solo and tactical ready to stomp your butt.
0: Revenge in the chat, all right. Um. Kobe, what do you make of all this? I
2: mean, uh, not not to use uh, you know these types of terms, but in, in a different space, this is what we would call a six-leg parlay, where you need six things to happen. Uh, I'm going to guess either way. That's pretty unlikely. Uh, but <laughs> I will say, Hunter Thieves has looked like not good. Uh, the, the one game they've won in their last five was against a TSM, where I will actually defend TSM's draft but I will not You're defend Hanser on, on a carry. I know I I, I think the Sedge made with
1: oh. the Diego is actually good. But oh, yeah. I think okay. if
5: you uh, I think if you swap Sedge and Gwen, I think they win that game. Like uh, given Sanity, uh, Gwen and Hanser, uh, so johnny I think they win.
2: I mean I the I, I with what I saw from Hanser's Gwen, I feel like that would maybe give them a better chance. But yeah, uh, it, it it was not good. Uh, the the Sedge lane tech is playable. Uh, we we've seen it work in Challengers too. Uh, I, I think it's okay in the Jace. Uh, you can actually kind of neutralize that lane. Uh, but yeah, I, it monumentally fell apart and TSM kind of fell apart in that game because Hunter Thieves just had like a massively top and Glenn was useless. Uh, I I don't know. Like I, I, I don't have a ton of faith in Hunter Thieves. It just feels like, I, what do you think about this team, Mark? Because whenever I see this team, it just feels like they're waiting to lose. Like it's either someone makes a solo play or they just wait to lose.
1: Uh, I am not an optimist on this team. Uh, yeah. I put them seventh, and I feel pretty good about that. They'll they'll finish around there, even if they they do have an okay last. Oh season yeah, you got
0: flamed for that.
1: I got flamed initially, and uh, I think you know I wasn't super confident in it to be fair. And but like people acting like what happened to closer? I'm like, have you not watched regular seasons for the last three years? Like he does this all the time. He disappears for four or five weeks of the year and sometimes comes back and is insane in playoffs or like during like clutch situations. And Has I he think that's an all cool, pro a like, lot. Uh, sometimes, I mean, I don't, I don't really, I just like, I, I watch the game. I look at what he does. I look at his paths. He never does a creative early gank, like never in his life. He will never do what river does or Santorin or any of these like more ganking oriented junglers. He does have his picks that he's better on than the other ones. You know, it's like, and yeah, I think people like, season ends they're like they see him pop off he does a lot of really cool stuff and like this guy's fucking crazy man you know and then they forget that what happened for the first five weeks of the split or something um and i called it out two years ago i got shit on then for for calling out that this happens and it's happening again and every time it's like amnesia for everyone who watches the league to be like wait but he's really good and it's not just on closer i talk about closer a lot because it's, it's one of the lightning rod ones but like someday is also very hit or miss um busio i think is is a rookie and he he struggled a little bit last split and i'm not surprised those continued. and then quid coming in he was like he's not this insano korean prospect where he's gonna like everyone was juiced to get him like berserker um and was like highly lauded by everyone who had eyeballs and uh you know there he's gonna revitalize the team i think he's fine i have no problem with him i just i just don't know why you would go for him over literally any na player um or I shouldn't say literally any, but but like a handful of the NA NA mids who who probably could have had a shot and done okay, uh, you know, just it was just like a random signing to me. So like yeah, I, I called that. But even then, even then, they are not missing playoffs. There's no fucking way. Okay.
5: <laughs> I, I think that if um immortals hadn't won against signetos last week, it, it, it probably wouldn't like even be like in the question. But
1: the yeah. the, the win over TSM for hundred thieves was huge, and now that they have that win. There's no fucking way true, they don't yeah. make
5: it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, think so I, I can also see Fly taking a game off C9 at the end of the uh, the split. You know, I think that's totally possible. Yeah, so, but you know? like,
1: to to copy's point, it's such a parlay bet where you have to like win yeah. a, bu- a bunch of things. Oh so, yeah, like,
5: definitely. I just think. hundred these is... will
1: win a game. They will mm-hmm. beat Dig or they will beat Energy or they will beat Golden Guardians. Like one of those three, they'll win. They probably you, won't uh... lose all three, and even if they do, mm-hmm. I don't think um, uh, FlyQuest is going to three zero.
5: Do you think that if the um, 100 lose to Dig, they kind of, like, have, a like, a worse chance to um, win the next two games? If
1: 100 Thieves lose to Dig, they have a worse chance to win the next two. Uh yeah. I don't know, man. Like, they're already... I kind of imagine not, not feeling good behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> you I know, mean, like...
5: Yeah, I mean, it's, like, it's a team of, I think, maybe besides Doublelift, where all, f- like, four players are basically hit or miss, no?
1: Yeah, I mean... I think I don't have faith in any team. I guess is, is a way to put it, right? Like I don't really love Dig anymore, as uh, they just lost to Immortals and looked pretty bad doing it. Uh, I love I love Rich's champ picks, but like that that team just swapped Puma in and went zero three. So like I have no confidence in Dig to be hundred thieves either. Like I'll probably predict hundred thieves to win that game. Fuck, I don't know. So yeah, I don't know. I, I, those. When you say you don't teams, have any confidence
0: in any team. You just mean in this in this mix of.
1: But yeah, in this battle. mix of four teams, four. I expect gotcha. all of them to lose a lot of games and win a couple, and that means that like more or less the standings will stay the same. I don't think any of these teams are are like hot right now. In that's fact, the key. hottest team might be Immortals because they went two and one last yeah.
5: week. Oh, so you think that uh, it'll be dig 100 into uh, playoffs?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think that they did yeah, enough work true. earlier on the season to maintain their positions. because yeah. no team is playing well. I, I think so too. Um, I. I, I can't see
2: hundred thieves losing all three of these games, even with how much I really don't like how they're playing the game.
5: I the can moment. see them losing, uh, winning dig and losing the next two, but then at that point they're a guaranteed playoffs. No, like you're telling they're me, like double dift and Busio
2: can't carry like one of these games. I, I I feel like they can they can do one, yeah.
5: I, I, one I of the know. two, right?
0: Like one of the I, two. How did you guys I, I'm feel about that. Peter's performance during <laughs> the like when because he was like, oh, I've been sick and blah blah. blah. So I'm, I'm kind of curious. How did you guys think? Did he look like ass? The, he seemed to feel like he g-
2: did. The one game was, the was it the Ferris game? The IMC game was bad.
0: Was that a Wednesday Wednesday's game? Yeah, the, the yeah, Wednesday yeah. game
2: was bad. The other two were fine. The Wednesday game was bad, though. I yeah. think that was the one where afterwards he tweeted out, like, hey, I'm not feeling well. And yeah, that, they played bad. But besides yeah. that, I, he was fine.
1: Yeah, I have no problem with like they're they're clearly the strongest part of that team. I think doublelift in particular is the same way. I'm joking about like get tactical a team. I, I feel that way about doublelift for sure. I, I don't think he has much help.
5: Did he have a team last last season? I've, do Do you think uh, Bjergsen's uh, retirement kind of fucked them over more than expected? I I don't think Bjergsen was playing
2: that well last split anyway. So I I, 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 I It's not better, but Bjergsen wasn't good last split.
1: I am a Bjerg apologist, man. I'm I, not going to hide it, it anymore.
5: It yeah mean, hide I it. yeah, I don't think he was playing well, but like I think in a video I saw with, where Peter said that he was still like a massive like uh, voice and decision maker and shot caller and I think when you lose that out over quid, that's just like immediately like uh, I don't know, it makes your team significantly worse. How do you guys oh, think yeah. someday
0: because we're at the end of the split, how do you guys think someday is, has paired up versus tenacity?
5: I think he looked good at the beginning of the split and then he's kind of okay now. I think
2: someday is on an island every game, and he does better than what Tenacity did on his island every game.
1: Uh, um, I think, yeah, I think he has he's just like more neutral. I think Tenacity had maybe some like, eh, no, you know what? I think it, it is an upgrade. I think I think Tenacity had his games where he popped off, but then again, someday had a couple of good renecting games where he popped off and stuff. So it's not fair to say that he didn't have any pop off yeah. games. He had a great.
2: You know what a great activity is as a 100 Thieves fan or someone that likes to hate 100 Thieves? Go back to v- day one of the LCS where they absolutely just like dumped on FlyQuest and then go watch like, all the reactions or read the tweets. It's.
1: Oh, then, don't. Uh, believe <laughs> me, I, I. That was when I got the most shit was right after that FlyQuest one. It turns out uh, FlyQuest uh, is just terrible.
0: Uh, oh, man. Mark, do we have any other fly takes? Because otherwise I have a question for
1: uh, you. I think we have one... F- no, maybe this was the Fly take. Okay. I don't remember. Well, it's probably fine we'll... to have the conversation here.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, if assuming Fly gets eliminated next week, I think we probably won't spend too much time talking about it because we'll be talking about playoffs and the matchups and all that stuff. So, I just really want to quickly... Maybe we'll talk about it more, but just so that we don't forget it. What the fuck do you guys think happens to this team like if they don't even make playoffs? Doubles retires. No, Who? I think. I don't know. Who retires? Doubles?
1: He's talking about FlyQuest. Not 100 yeah not Fly, I'm talking about FlyQuest. Oh, Flyquest. Yeah, oh yeah.
5: They just blow up the roster, no? Like, what else do you do?
0: They get five new players, so they keep anybody? Like What, um, what a disaster, right?
5: Uh, I don't know. I think we've seen worse teams, no?
0: A lot of people in we the chat saying, Vikla and Prince retire. and Or, sorry, not retire. Go back to Korea. And if that happens, I'm just going to be like... Oh my fucking God. Like, it's Weed. just, it's gonna, it's gonna blow my, I mean, the Vikla thing, I think, but like, but you at the beginning of this split, there was literally conversations where Prince was supposed to be the best <laughs> import player that we've ever had. And no, fuck
1: anyone who said that. They were just trolling. Any, anyone who actually said that, I, I mean, I said it back then too. I was like, you're trolling if you actually think after nine games, you can call them the best imports ever. Yeah, True, really it was the first
0: best nine important. games, but I like, man, there was so much. This is what I'm talking about. There was so much investment put into Prince in particular, and that if he just shows up and leaves, I'm just gonna scream. Wouldn't
5: uh, wouldn't you like uh, at that point, kind of point fingers at Papa, though? No? Or,
2: I, I mean, I don't think like who would have had on their bingo card that this FlyQuest team misses top eight playoffs yeah I, I i feel like it's really tough to like actually like point fingers now I, I mean if your fly quest probably blow it up but you have yeah no that's, that's
1: that's yeah. what i was gonna say is like i don't think like it, it would have been hard to predict i don't think you did anything wrong building this roster i don't i don't i don't really hate anything about it um i just think that in the new economic landscape and the success of na players and how clearly at least some portion of the fan base is happy to see NA players doing well. Uh, this roster, it's, it's just too risky to try again with this, assuming that they don't all take yes. massive pay cuts to stick together, because presumably they're going to... I need to look at the GCD, Travis. You tell me how many of these extend through uh, 2023, but assuming that a, a good portion of them do, you just have to cut them to save money, because otherwise it's just too expensive of a roster that had already failed to, to run back. Uh, um, with no risk.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess you could try. You could offer them to to re-sign them at lower rates, like you could renegotiate. And if they don't have good options, then maybe them Some of them stick around. So they're all on FlyQuest. Everybody except for Vulcan is through twenty twenty four. Vulcan is twenty twenty three. Interesting enough, so they don't even the the either. They didn't want to extend his contract or he didn't want to extend the contract after going to FlyQuest, which is interesting.
2: Also, for everyone in the chat that's saying keep Prince and drop the rest, I would very much encourage you to go watch the FlyQuest Challengers games today and watch their marksman Masu, who is my vote for most valuable prospect, and think about how much money Prince is going to cost versus how much money Masu might cost. This guy is really good when Unforgiven was in the league he said that Masu, he felt like was his best competition. That was Masu's first split playing competitive. He has scaled way more in the second split. Very much recommend checking him out. He is
0: really, really, really good. But the GCD says that that's a North American player. Cubby. Right. Oh, so that know, doesn't actually, make sense. He's, a,
2: he's an NA resident, but he's not actually originally from NA. So Oh, you know, interesting. Oh, well, that's fine. Okay,
0: okay. okay. Good, good, good. Eh, eh, we do like it when... That something like that happens, it is something that teams love. Dual
1: citizenships or uh Osh <laughs> players are are cool, but straight up Americans and some Canadians, we don't like them.
0: <laughs> so fucking stupid. This league. Oh my god! Like it's just like whatever. Whatever you were, Mark. Whatever you were saying. Like, well, you know, in this environment where fans are at least excited for North American talent, like. I just don't believe that that has any impact on fucking teams and GMs. Like the only thing that I think has an impact on them is if North American talent is cheaper. Like it's just going to become costs. That they don't, they yeah. can't. Well, they can't believe.
1: Realistically, too, like FlyQuest has to be one of the most expensive rosters this year. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know the exact numbers, obviously, but I do. You, you can't miss summer playoffs in an eight team playoffs, and then be like, "Let's run it back again." Because hopefully it goes better. It's just too risky. So. Yeah, there'll be there'll be cuts coming. Yeah.
0: All right, we spent a lot of time on this uh, take for obvious reasons, but thank you so much uh, for the call. Anything that you want mm-hmm.
5: to shout out? Um. Yeah. Um. Shout out, Cubby. Um. I like your voice, man. You're really cool. Um. Shout out uh, to you, Travis. I've been listening. I've been watching your content since 2012. Jesus. Um. Yeah. And Mark, shout out to you, man. Uh. I'm never gonna forget your Silver Scrapes uh concert. So I yeah. Eat. You yeah. pizza, man,
0: <laughs> not just career wise, that was the best marks ever gonna get.
5: Uh, hell yeah, anyway. Thanks so much for the call. We'll catch you next time. Yeah, no, thank Tom. you. Have a good one, guys. Good night. See you.
1: Love love your voice, Cubby. If you could just record some <laughs> daddy talk for me, I'd all right, all right, greatly appreciate uh, it. That's so, Cubby uh,
0: XXX, not Cubby XX. Oh, no.
1: Uh, uh, oh, I admit there's one more X on his Patreon, yeah, on his just, just Twitter, Twitter.
2: yeah. Fun fact, while well, you know, we, we grab the next caller. Uh, yeah. My grandpa is actually in the radio hall of fame. Uh, he was on radio for 60 years, and his voice is deeper than Darth Vader's. I, I or I guess, Earl Jones. And so he did I, yeah. erotic ASMR. No, he did. <laughs> uh, he reported on agriculture around the world. So, ah, yeah, he's got a lot some of good people stories.
0: Hearing him talk about husking corn and that, yeah, you know, that's what they were getting excited about. If you Cucchini look up cucumbers. It,
2: He'd look up Orion Samuelson, his voice is way better than mine. So, gotcha. uh, yeah, th- that's that's a good one.
0: All right. Uh, Valley is here. Valley, where are you calling from?
6: Uh, I'm from Tel Aviv, Israel.
0: From Israel? Oh, that's sick. We, we love getting international callers. Uh, what do you want to talk about on the show?
6: So my take was that FlyQuest is uh, going to bounce back. They're going to win their next three games, and they'll uh, bear just miss Worlds at 4th. Oh, so we do have another FlyQuest caller. I,
1: I thought I did, but then what threw me was that last caller was a 100 Thieves caller. Then you. we started talking about FlyQuest. So then I was like, is this the FlyQuest call? And I just lost track of which calls I had. No, no, it's bed.
0: fine. It's fine. Well, because uh, it's probably been a bit of a shorter conversation because we talked about them. But this is our second FlyQuest believer. Or maybe the last one was a... Uh, 100 Thieves hater. 100 Thieves hater. So Valley, why are you? Why are you, especially since you probably got to hear the last caller? Why are you so confident in FlyQuest?
6: Okay, so I'm not that confident. It's a hot take, but it can happen. So I think FlyQuest is very in their heads. They're they're a big mess right now, but they uh, have like four proven talents uh, that they had success on other teams, uh, and they're in an upwards trajectory. So they're they're getting their stuff together, and they're. Um, They're regaining confidence, they're working things out, and there's no reason that they wouldn't be able to beat TSM and and, uh, Immortals. And with this confidence, they uh, might even uh, take C9. Uh, With that said, heading into the playoffs, there are too many good teams for them to uh, get uh, get to the level of the top teams in the league, and they'll probably finish fourth at best.
0: Okay. So what you say, you think that they're on... You said they're like on the rise or something like that. Like they're mm-hmm. they're powering up. They've only won one game in their last six, so th- it doesn't feel like to me there's much evidence to support the idea that they're like getting better.
6: Mm Yeah, that, that's a good point. I <laughs> well, that, that's kind of like a feeling thing because uh, in their last game versus Team Liquid, which is it's probably one of the top teams in the league. It it did feel like they're going head to head, and that was with uh, uh, Vikla. So uh, it it looks it looks much better than the start of the season, I, f- I think. Yeah,
0: well, Twitch Chat has your back. They're pointing out that one and two is upwards from zero and three, so they had a better week it's, last this last week than they did the week before. So that's a that's it is they are increasing in that. I'll,
1: sense. I'll throw some more in. They they three oed once this split too already. They can three o again.
0: So. I think you have to be a hundred thieves hater in order to believe this, right, Valley? Because Mark was just saying that hundred thieves has to go zero three. So, what are you? Are you? How, why are you doubting hundred thieves? Right? Because even if FlyQuest goes three zero, supposedly hundred thieves will still have the head to head. Wait.
6: If, oh, and then they're eliminated. In uh, that case, that,
0: that is correct, right, Mark?
6: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, I think there's one other
1: team who I need to see what the the head to head is because uh, Dignitas is tied as well. If I'm oh, they might
0: be able to take the dig spot. You're saying?
1: Yeah, yeah. The dig spot is up for grabs as well. It's also six and nine and dig head to head versus them. Uh, they have the two o over FlyQuest. Never mind. Okay. So so one of those two teams needs to go zero three, and FlyQuest needs to go three o.
0: Okay. Okay, so hey, there's there's another window. And like I do, well, actually, let me ask you this, Mark and Covey. What is more likely, 100 Thieves 03 or Dig 03? Well, Dig and 100 Thieves play each other on Wednesday.
2: So who wins that match? Um, <laughs>
1: uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, there's also Dig versus Golden Guardians and Dig versus TL. So they have two top four teams, most likely. Yeah uh and then each other so i think dig has a harder schedule so they're probably more likely i feel like that match between 100 thieves is just like coin flip it man i don't fucking know
2: i think it's more likely that 100 thieves goes oh three uh just because i despise the lack of proactivity that they use uh whereas i feel like dig actually do try things and i i'm just gonna give them i'm gonna lean towards it with that, just given the harder schedule uh i, hey. I think that yeah rich is
1: willing to go zero nine no one on 100 thieves will go zero nine they're way too passive to ever end that hard
0: yeah exactly all right all right so (laughs) i guess i guess we are in a world where this could maybe happen valley especially because there's at least two paths for it this is not Mm -hmm. this is not cubby cubby what was the term that you used like six way something or other six big they yeah, so this I is. That,
1: you never bet, Travis. You never done some gamba.
0: No, that's the devil's temptation. I don't. I avoid all that. Um, I I only play pure games like opening packs of Magic: The Gathering and yeah, summoning and get you to impact. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Catch Travis on kick next week, where he.
0: <laughs> Listen, the way TGI revenue is going, well, that kick buddy is looking pretty good. Anyway, uh, Valley, let's talk about this what you said that you're you said it's a hot take but you're not that confident which kind of undermines your whole argument what are the odds that you speaking of petting what odds would you give it that what you said happens where fly quest gets through
6: uh 50
1: 50 i'd say 50 50 either it happens or it doesn't okay yes
0: (laughs) fantastic all right uh, thank you so much for the call, Valley. Anything you want to shout out before we say goodbye?
6: Uh, yeah, uh, I'd like to shout out Alienware. Uh, I'd like to shout out Hotline League. I've been listening for years. I'm so happy to be on. And I'll shout out the Israeli players in uh, NA, uh, in Supernova uh, Music and Shogo on uh, St. Thomas University. Yes.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, no, super, super appreciate it. And it's always cool getting to hear from folks outside of North America. So thanks for calling in. What time is it
6: there? It's uh, seven a.m.
0: Oh boy. Okay. Well, thanks for making the time. Really appreciate. it. We'll yep. catch you. Catch you another time.
6: Goodbye. Oh, All right, we're man. gonna take
0: medic
1: spe- in. Oh, real quick, medic in Twitch chat is shaking in his boots about accepting a bet against North America. Twitch chat informed him of the uh, we're willing to already put our lives on the line that NA is winning the fourth place match, and medic said he was not going to take a bet again. He said lac four
0: is probably it. bad lines. No way I take that bet. I mean, Mad Lights a is like quality. traumatized that region. It's so yeah. funny. All right. Speaking of color, shout out to Alienware. Thank you, Alienware, uh, for sticking uh, with us and for sponsoring our content. Really appreciate it. Uh, they are fantastic. We are running out of time, folks. I've been promoting Black Friday in July. It's still going on as as we record this, I think, for a couple more days. You can go to Alienware.com slash Travis, click over to Dell, and take a look at all of their deals. I'm looking right now, and I see on their website, save $200 on an Alienware 34 uh, QD OLED, or save $450 on an Alienware 38 curved gaming monitor. They have a bunch of really cool uh, products going on sale all the time over there. You can go check it out. Uh, fantastic time to get a great deal on reliable tech. Uh, it's not just monitors, by the way. They have a Alienware M17 that is 31% off. You can save 450 bucks, get that thing for less than a thousand dollars. Fantastic products over there uh, at alienwarecom travis Go check out Black Friday in July. Oh my gosh, an Alienware Aurora R15, a thousand dollars off. $1,000 off. That thing has a 4090 in it. Uh, some pretty good deals. So, again, thank you so much to Alienware for sponsoring the show. There's a link in the description below. If you do purchase something through Alienware or Dell, please do me a favor and click that link before you do so because then that allows them to make sure that you all are the ones that are purchasing it. It's coming through this thing. And it does actually – they see that. They know that folks are purchasing along those lines. And I saw somebody tweeted uh, at me – this past week, I want to see if I can pull their stuff up. Yeah, Alex tweeted at me this past week and uh, and was mentioning also tagged Alienware that they purchased some new Alienware stuff for as a support of the show. So, really do I love when you guys do that stuff. It goes straight into all the little decks that we create to uh, to show off stuff to Alienware. So thank you uh, for everyone who's doing that. New me linking the the links in the chat, but make sure that you go first to alienware.com slash Travis before you click any of those links um, because we want to make sure that uh, we do that that way. So thank you so much, everyone, for uh, doing that. Thanks to Alienware for sponsoring the show. All right. Mark, do you want to go grab the next caller? All right. We got uh, Arcanite Chill, Penny Snatcher, Pig Food, Ixbix, Arv, Marcus Man, Dixie Cup, Dragon Severed Head, BWG Testament, and we got more, but first off, Henry is here. Henry, where are you calling from?
7: Williamsburg, Virginia.
0: Williamsburg, Virginia. What do you want to talk about on the show?
7: Um, my take was that Golden Guardians are the best hope for the West.
0: Today. And you're a little I turned you up all the way, but you're a little quiet. Can you get closer to your mic, maybe?
7: Yeah. So my take was that Golden Guardians are the best hope for the West this year at Worlds and possibly the only hope.
0: Uh, the worlds and at worlds and what?
7: Maybe their only hope at worlds for the West.
0: Oh, uh, for maybe they're sorry, one more time. It's kind of hard to hear you.
1: Travis just put a dang headset on. He said that GG is the best hope for worlds uh, for West at worlds and maybe the only hope. Maybe no one else. Is the only
0: in there. hope. Okay, the only. <laughs> Listen, if I can't hear, there's other people that I can't hear.
1: Well, I can hear just fine. I got a sick Alienware headset. Get yourself an Alienware headset, buddy. Get ready to learn Chinese.
0: <laughs> okay. I don't know what that means. But uh, so why are you such a Golden Guardians believer?
7: Um, I mean, I definitely wasn't at the beginning of the split, but watching their games, they've just been able to be really proactive. And also their uh, roster is very experienced. Um, their top half, like the, the top half is, is very experienced on in the international stage. And uh, their bot lane is pretty experienced in the LCS stage. And I think that that experience will be able to push them through um, the Swiss the Swiss format this year. And I think the Swiss format will benefit them because they are really good at just fighting their games out.
0: By the way, it was a meme that Mark was referencing, an NBA meme. Okay, <laughs> do you watch much LEC?
7: Um, I, I don't watch a lot of LEC. I have watched some of G2's games. Okay, And they are good. But I think that hmm. Because when you say the West and
0: maybe the only hope for the West, I feel like you need to make sure that you have information on LEC if you're lumping them into this.
7: Yes, yeah, I do. I mean, G two is the only team I would be worried about from LEC. I don't think any of the other teams hold validity at Worlds, but I think G two is that one Western team that we always hope will do great things going into Worlds and just falls flat on their face. If we had a like a normal group safe, they go like one in five, I think.
0: Right. Uh, Cubby, Cubby, there's many layers of premise to this. So the first premise is, well, actually, I guess I should say Collar, does this mean you think Golden Guardians is the best team in the LCS? Yeah. Okay. So the first layer is Golden Guardians best team in LCS, then Golden Guardians best team in the West, then no other team near Golden Guardians in the West. So at uh, what point in time are you jumping off the train, if at all, <laughs> Cubby, on, on this layer cake that we got going on?
2: Uh, I feel like the last part of that's most accurate, because where I sit right now, I don't think any Western team has a chance at Worlds, uh, based on what I've seen from the other regions. And I will say that LEC is probably the region that I watch the least, uh, but I do try to catch the most G2 games, because actually, I really appreciate when teams have unique takes on the game. And G2, for me, is a team that consistently has a unique take on the game and how to play things out early. Uh, and for me, I, I actually think if there are going to be any hopes for the West at Worlds, it's probably going to be G2. Because uh, I, I, depending on what the group that's drawn, I think that G2 has the most curveballs up their sleeves, where they're going to play differently than what the teams are used to. Uh, and if they can do so successfully, I, I do think that that might be the best path to success uh, for teams. So, uh, But like from what I see... I think the LPL is super deep this split. LCK is a lot weaker this split, actually, compared to the LPL, in my opinion. But hopefully they clean things up. Uh, and then probably best Western team is uh, G2. So I, I still have the most faith in G2 actually.
1: Uh my minor thing is just that the group system is gone. We're into it is. Swiss world now. It is. So, you know, we'll have to see how that impacts things. I have been causing a stink about the fact that they are not seeding it. Uh, the Swiss, start of the Swiss thing. I really what? hope they do. They're not seeding was, it? That was what was said, and I don't hope that sticks. I, I've done, talked about it in a couple of videos now. I always bring it up. I really hope they seed Swiss. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like it is random matchups the whole way through. That's so like how we run our within, Magic: The
0: Gathering group on Sundays. They like you, have that, the same level of
1: finesse. You do play, obviously, within like your your, your record groups. So you know, one will, one O's will play one right. O's, but like within that, it sounds random. But oh, I assume no. there are rules
0: that's like you sweet, can't man. I assume there's no Yeah no.
1: there's there's pro, I I don't know all the rules around it. So it's it's probable that like if you play someone again, if you go one oh beating someone and then you meet you them again man. when you're both one and one, I, I I would assume there's a rule that says you can't play them again. But yeah. I also don't know if that's true. So But like, I also
0: assume regions can't play each other like it's random, but I sure I assume at the start people don't all play right. each other.
1: I would assume, oh. but given that you're random and not seated at all, it does not give me much hope for how Great that'll be. So, like you could easily get like the best Chinese and Korean teams playing each other right out the gate and then one of them zero one and then maybe they're playing their own region again at zero one because someone else lost one and then they're at zero two. You know, like weird shit can happen. Uh okay. Which is not really the point of this take, but I just, still have one the one. most faith in G two, especially if more <laughs> weird shit's gonna happen, you know? They always
0: seem to get the luck of the draw.
2: That's Multiple well, Europe, people Europe's in the actually shed- better
0: are saying that's how Swiss works. No.
2: I, I think the best uh, format for Swiss is adaptive seeding. So there's a uh, set seeding, and then if there's an upset, the upset takes over the seeding of the team that they beat.
1: Yeah, I think uh, you should still seize your first round to Swiss. Outside that, yes. I don't super care. But like, you should absolutely seed your first round. There's no reason that you shouldn't have a one seed playing a sixteen seed to start. And it's you know it's speculative, of course, but like, why the fuck would you not do that? And would we just yeah, get a bunch I, of for, for, for people who don't know adaptive seating meaning like if the 16 team did beat the one team they are now the one team in yes. the pooling all right yeah okay. it's very fun
0: yeah yeah the, uh if you okay just to work really quickly through this theoretically you would probably just have all the korean and chinese teams playing all the north american and european teams if you seated it that way right
1: mark More or less. I think you can do a couple things. Like if you want to take the European number one seed and pretend that they're better than the LPL, LCK three seed, go ahead. I don't, you know, like that's fine. No, I I think most people wouldn't care if it's not like perfectly seeded because we've never had perfectly seeded groups because we always pretend that there's some level of regional parity when there's not. Um, So, you know, I I think there's a couple versions you could do that's not just like East versus West first round. I think last week I even pitched having a first round where like a
2: lot of teams play each other like what they do in dota 2 and then having seeding from that which would give you a lot of matchups that are fun would be an appropriate way to incorporate best of ones and then seeding wouldn't be you could actually like not pretend that you and na one seed are the same as lpl and lck one seed
0: this is how mark just trojan his thing he wanted to talk about on the show through this no, take I
1: just, cubby said they go one to five in groups and i was just like well to be fair it's not groups and mark that's all saw I started with.
0: this caller had a world's take and he's like oh yeah this is ridiculous but i talked this. about this
1: before i have brought this up before i'm surprised people don't don't know and and maybe they'll change it like for like there's no reason the tournament hasn't started yet no one's qualified yet i don't yeah, think yeah but it you might know, be like,
0: in the rule book or something where they feel like they
1: who can't. the fuck you are the rules you are riot Just change them if you want. All my homies hate competitive integrity. No one's going to be like, oh, shit, you made it better? Damn it. I was planning on it being in, like, random seat, You know, like, yeah. I I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I don't know if if they'll tweak it, or maybe, you know, it was like a first draft and they hadn't, like, ironed out all the kinks yet. I don't know, but that was what was said way back in the day. Anyways, back to the caller's point. Um, Europe is so lucky they dodged us at MSI. We would have exposed them as frauds. They're so lucky there was a mob bug last time. They're so lucky they drew A and X in quarters. Like, honestly, Europe's never been better than North America. They've just been fucking luckier. You can go back and look at all the luck that's gone their way. Just lucker dogs all the way through.
0: Medic in the chat says true and base. So we even have the... Uh, the uh, confirmation from European talent. They're,
1: they're fucking lucky that we took out IG for them so that they could win an MSI. You know, because God forbid they had to play them.
0: So true, so true. Mr. Actually, Rowe that's says how NA wins. Just they West need Garner. Nick Allen with envelopes again, and my God, that is a throwback. I absolutely love it. If you remember that, then you've been around for a very, very long time. Hey, that's actually that's a good throwback. I ch- I still try to post that once a year whenever I think about this stuff. That's a good uh, throwback. Yeah, I need, I need to post it again this year, being like behind the scenes of Riot, figuring out, randomly drawing the Swiss uh, matchups. All right, so wait, Mark, you need to give your take, because Cubby did on the Golden Guardian stuff. At what stage are you hopping off? Golden Guardians best in A, Golden Guardians best West, Golden Guardians way better th- than everybody <laughs> else in the West.
1: I don't think I ever boarded the train. I don't think I I watched that, that train just sail off into the sunset. I... Uh, I want to believe that Golden Guardians is better than C9 a little bit just because it would be fun, but I don't think they are. Um, I think they have certain things that could translate better to the international stage. I think that sometimes... I don't want to say cheesier game plans, but River's a madman, and I can see Mm -hmm. him doing things to throw teams that aren't familiar with Golden Guardians for a loop. I think Uh, C9 has them downloaded domestically, but I could see a world where Golden Guardians does some stuff. Do you think Golden Guardians are a top three team in the West? Ooh, I'll be honest and say I haven't watched enough Europe to know for sure. Um, I haven't either, so I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck it, Yolo. Yeah, they're better. Yeah, yeah. And the best three teams in the West are actually a uh, C9, GG, and TL. Yeah, I have a lot of respect for G2, um,
2: Fnatic. But yeah, we'll see if Fnatic even makes. I, I think Fnatic's good, but I we'll see if Fnatic even makes the uh, the championship.
0: Medic says, yeah, Medic. Medic says Fnatic, depending on meta read, and XL actually look good.
2: Yeah, I I mentioned earlier in the show that Noah Trimby or a bot lane that I would be scared of if Fnatic actually made four uh, four seed. So it's championship
0: points that would end up fucking over Fnatic?
2: Yes. 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 Terrible. They Uh, were terrible in winter.
0: Dude, I love it. It's so funny. If that ends up happening and EU fans... Or pissed i'm just gonna be like god damn it's it's just so funny because mark and i get so much heat for like doubting this european fanatic or uh, okay, fanatic, to, for okay
1: to, to be format. fair i Talk have never yeah and, and to be fair because some of the stuff we got it's like i don't think the championship points have much to do with the format there they are different i was more concerned about format uh for viewership burnout yeah but you also uh, don't like
0: championship points i feel like you've shit on them right but soon.
1: i'm saying like you could make a system that's the exact same that doesn't use championship points. Like, the, the championship points is a stupid tack-on to a three-split uh, system that, like, you didn't need, you know? Yeah. Well, so, like, that that's that's the stuff that I think everyone unanimously hates championship points. I was concerned about viewership burnout at the start of the year with three splits and these kinds of things. Who knows? Jury's the lot, whatever. But, like, yeah, those those are different
0: uh in chat Gerg says so just one split doesn't qualify i'm not sure what the question is but i appreciate it i don't know well, i think a, i
1: don't know it's it's a question of how you do three splits if there's only two international tournaments um which is a fair question but I, I don't think championship points has to be the answer use winter
2: split incorporate some um teams and just have it be a really fun big tournament and then have two splits
1: yeah, sure. I don't. If it doesn't want matter the world. That'd be a fun way to do it. Three splits. It if it means
0: you only get one offline event, but I feel like that's what Riot's gonna do because they're gonna be like, "Oh, spring never sells as well," and blah blah blah. And I'm just, it's getting to a point now where sometimes I just feel like I I the I see the doom in front of me and uh, I can't stop it. All right. Caller, thank you so much for the call. I don't think people are behind you on the Golden Guardians Best in the West thing, but I appreciate it, and maybe whenever they make it further than anybody else does, I can clip this uh, video out, stick it on my YouTube channel, and get some revenue. So thank you for the call. Anything you want to shout out?
7: Hell yeah. Um, You guys, Alienware uh, and Amumu Mains. Good night,
1: guys. Thanks. Have a good one. Um, my whole thing for whatever your format ends up being is that you should send the best teams at the time that the cutoff happens. I never want to reward teams and send them to an international tournament based off something they did months ago. So I I really don't care how you solve it. I think there are multiple ways you can do it, but my solution is never championship points. I think that that just is bad always. I think Yeah, you you end up
0: with so much opportunity for downside there where like people get angry at the team for going they feel like they like cheated or like they don't deserve it and they get a lot of hostility from the fans you end up like a lot with a lot of what ifs oh well if this team was there they probably would have won this instead blah, blah blah like it's just there's too much moment there's too much opportunity for like yep. shitty feelings and stuff so. there
2: there's no precedent for that in American sports and this is a game that changes every three weeks too
0: so I don't I just yeah screw championship points yeah all right, Mark is off to grab the next caller. We got uh, in the, the sub list, Papyr for 35 months, Yeti for two years, uh, Maro Official, Don Nardo, Jordasaur, M. Lewis No for two years, uh, and Joe Goat, Joe Goat Ba gifted a sub to Gerg in the chat. So thank you to everybody sending the subs those are actually very very helpful munchkin is here munchkin where are you calling from
3: calling from denver colorado
0: denver colorado what do you want to talk about on the show
3: uh so i wanted to talk about how nrg will be going to worlds
0: NRG is going to worlds all right how is that happening
3: that happens in a couple different ways uh first things first just looking at the last week i basically said All the teams towards the top are gonna go 3-0, all the teams towards the bottom 0-3. There won't really be upsets, which will cause NRG, after EG loses a tiebreaker to Team Liquid, to be up against EG in the first round. And with EG kind of faltering the same way 2021 Spring C9 did, uh, Summit Berserker is really just JoJo unforgiven again. JoJo's been solved and people are learning how to beat EG. NRG gets through the first round, so now they either upset Golden Guardians or Cloud9, or when they fall down to the lower bracket, they get to take on the winner of, like, TSM Dig. Uh, and so long as they do that, they are the fourth team. And like we decided earlier in the call, the fourth team from NA will beat the fourth team from EU, uh, and then they're in Worlds.
0: All right. I think your fourth, ta- your like, it's... I don't think they upset Golden Guardians Cloud 9, though I guess I can understand why you put that there because you're like, well, it could happen, so it's like another path for them. But, yeah, I feel like the biggest premise here or like the toughest pill to swallow if, if one has to swallow it is the EG side. But they have been looking weaker lately, so from a narrative perspective... And that's really what we care about on the show. Uh, Mm -hmm. It seems very reasonable uh, that that could be the case. I think Um, it's
3: also really important to point out that NRG has actually beaten every single team in the league except for Immortals and TSM. Like, they, they took a game off EG, C9, TL, and Golden Guardians already. They actually beat Golden Guardians twice. So they definitely have the ceiling to hit. They just have to hit it in the right moment.
0: No, this is, I like this call because I think a lot of us time. have been yeah. forgetting about NRG.
8: Yeah,
2: <clears throat> I, I honestly do like this call. I think the biggest difference for me with NRG, uh, I want to give a lot of props actually to Palafox. Uh, I think I forget which week it was. I think it was after the first round robin. Palafox made a tweet saying like, hey, I've been playing my best. I feel like if I play better, we win some more games. Uh, I would 100% agreed because behind the scenes, I... Somewhat had the running joke of like every time I see Palafox play, I'm reminded about why copy retired, which is mean, but also I think he was playing really poorly. And then Palafox came out 3-0 this week, was player of the week, and I thought played out of his goddamn mind. So uh, I, I think that as long as Palafox can continue to play at the level he is, I actually really feel like NRG, uh, I can step up. I think the meta change has been really good for him too, because I FBI is good on Kaisa. Uh, I, I think that the Zaya Kaisa meta has been a little bit better for FBI, who has always just kind of been the Ophelius player uh, in the Ophelius Jinx meta. And it also swapped over to Engaged Supports. So we have Ignar in again uh, on Engaged Supports, which is fine. So I like seeing that it's probably it's going to be like EG, NRG, TSM. What is that? Like four teams competing for two slots, most likely? I mean, a fifty-fifty? Could I lean NRG? Yeah, I, I I actually think like the patch is okay for them right now, and I, I think they're playing really well-rounded. It.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I I want to believe in NRG. I think that they looked really bad for the first two weeks and compressed schedule, uh, but they're rallying late, and they've done this the last three splits. They did it in spring, and they did it last summer, where they end up fourth in the regular season or something off of like some good final weeks. And then they, like, lose in playoffs, but they always look kind of reasonable as they lose. Mm -hmm. You know, like, close series versus C9 and stuff like that. So I want this team to have a, like, breakout split just like these these players. Um, They are inconsistent, unfortunately, and so it's, like, hard to really predict them. And they are also, like, even inconsistent in-game. Like, even a game where they're playing well, like, they'll just int or something. (laughs) Um, So, like, it's very scary to predict them to win best of fives. I'm not confident that they'll go to Worlds, but it is true that, like, outside Golden Guardians and C9, anyone in the top six, so those two are going for sure. But then the next four of the six, I could all see making worlds under yes. different scenarios where, like, my favorites are still EG and TL, but both of them have enough downsize that, like, I could see an NRG going over them or a TSM going over them. I think TSM is maybe my least uh, expected of the top six just because I feel like they might have the most uh, potential downside. Like I, I think the same way that people gave Jojo, like the, the Jojo treatment, I wonder if people are just going to like fucking camp <laughs> insanity soon or something like that, you know, or in playoffs, maybe they realize that, you know, because it, it does feel like Haunter is not a huge threat. <sighs> and while Turtle is playing well with Chime, it's more, it's not really laning stuff. It's like Chime roams on Rakan. They have a good Rift Herald fight and then Turtle scales on two items and is really good. Um yeah, so yeah. I I think that teams should start taking
2: Jinx away from TSM. And it part of it's turtle, but I think part of it's also that Haunts are like has to play Tank or Renekton. Uh and Jinx just is really good behind that. I probably have the least amount of faith in TSM.
1: Yeah. Uh, they I, can still do it, but yeah. yeah.
2: Um EG to me is a weird team because yeah, JoJo was 1v9, and now he's not, and they had a bad week, and I still have faith in E. G, but I think they've almost come back down to earth. Like the like in 03 week from this EG roster, not surprised. I know that like people are surprised like it hasn't happened yet, but honestly, I'm not surprised looking at this team. Like this was a team that probably wasn't going to be first in the LCS standings. They were playing like it. But also I remember like talking to E. G. They're like, Why like how are we winning? Teams just walking into us. Um, I feel like teams have actually gotten a little bit better and we kind of saw E. G fall off. Uh I still have energy in fifth, but if NRG take fourth, not surprised. And I think that they deserve some credit after a 3-0 week and a pal Fox performance where he has been playing much better. Uh, so props to pal Fox on that.
1: Yeah, E.G. this week played C9 Golden Guardians in FlyQuest and lost to all three. The FlyQuest one's the most surprising. Uh their their C9 loss, I actually felt like they played okay despite losing. And then mm-hmm. they also lost to energy last week. So they're four and f- or three and four, or excuse me, one and four in their last four. So Not very good looking. And I I would say Team Liquid has probably climbed over them in my like personal like internal power ranking in my head. Like Team Liquid are can can throw literally any game, but they are so fucking good at the early game.
0: Well, I it's I just like this take a lot because it kind of forces me to think about energy, which is a team that I've been kind of ignoring for the most part, as like a middle of the pack. Like Energy of the teams in the LCS, I think, have had maybe alongside Golden Guardians the most expected split. Like Cloud Nine, I think, was shakier than a lot of people thought. A lot of other teams have been underperforming or overperforming, and Energy's just kind of like hanging out, doing what doing Energy stuff. Uh, but I think th- I had not really thought about how they've been able to beat so many teams. And especially the Golden Guardians stat is interesting. So I I could see it happening, but I don't I don't know, I, f- I feel like that fourth spot. I mean Mark kinda said it, right? Where it's like what do you say fourth and third are open, Mark? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's probably a good assessment. I I, I feel like energy also already struggles in best of fives, but I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, thank you so much, Munchkin, for the call. Anything you want to shout out before we go into the next caller?
3: uh shout out to like the na talent i feel like the c9 lounge Dokla's shot calling and casting all of that's just been phenomenal and the personalities have really shined through especially in mark's content with uh catching up with double lift and the are you smarter than so just shout out to actually making it fun to watch
0: yeah it's all mark he's doing everything he's hard carrying the lcs on his back and it's still Facts. it's still struggling um anyway thank you so much for the call good, we'll take, catch you next time. Mark, you did actually receive... I saw a lot of people freaking out about your... Was it you and Raz, and was it Dokla? Who was it that you cast? Was it the two of you guys casting on somebody?
1: You don't watch the broadcast, man. It was with Flowers and Azale. No. You don't even read the Reddit comments right. The Reddit comments, it was in the thread for Raz and Dokla. But they were saying, also shout out to the cast with me, Flowers, and Azale.
0: Oh, then it oh. was Raz and Who was casting with Raz and Dokla? Flowers. Okay, so then it wasn't even you. People were mostly excited about Raz, Dokla, Flowers. You, you guys had the Dig IMT game, right? Yeah.
2: yeah. If you guys want to see more games of that quality, uh, Challengers League starts tomorrow at 1pm Pacific <laughs> on LCS <laughs> <laughs> underscore calendars and slash path to LCS. It's All fun.
0: Alright, right. Mark, off you go. Tactical just resubbed. Wait, where did where did tactical uh, Tactical said a prime. Thank you, Tactical. Tactical, you need to go back. Mark was hyping you up. Tactical, Mark, did he Tactical use this prime on the channel?
1: No, but of course Tactical knows I'm hyping him up. He he sees the predictions every day.
0: Yeah, well, li-
1: I don't know if he listened to that cast, but
0: he's been good this split. That's actually sick. Um, I said
1: I say get it get him a fucking team. And tactical they, they says only because Mark out.
0: Z is based. Uh, all right, Observer is here. Observer, where are you calling from?
8: Hey, I'm calling from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Oh, and you are so
0: to... quiet. Could you, could you get hello, a little louder? Hello, hello. Testing yeah, one, two, yes, three. go for it. What's uh, sorry, where are you calling from? Halifax, Nova Scotia. Palafox, Palafox, pal- Nova Scotia. What do you want to talk about on the show? Not quite Palafox,
8: but uh. I wanted to... My take was that the MVP frontrunners, uh, none of them have won a Player of the Week so far.
0: Okay, so and, the... Uh,
8: that is clearly showing that the voting for one of these two systems is a little wonky and something's going weird. If we can have a bunch of people talking about Player of the Week and then a bunch of people talking about MVP, and the, there's no overlap here.
0: Who? Well, one, I don't know if a lot of people are talking about Player of the Week as much as MVP, but... Secondly, what, what, uh, who are your, who, are, who do you perceive to be the MVP frontrunners in the conversation? Just so that we're on the same page. So the top
8: three for me would be JoJo, Berserker, and Blabber. Uh, with uh, earlier in the split, uh, Rich was in this conversation. Uh, I don't think Rich is still in that conversation. Um, and the one uh, exception to my take here is Insanity, I've heard mentioned, but I also don't think he's seriously in the conversation, um, and that begs the question of who's one player of the week so far, uh, which is...
0: They had
7: a
8: graphic was, up. Yeah, it was Summit, uh, Prince, Armeo, Insanity, and Palafox, and if you were to just say that any of those got where to win MVP, I think a lot of people would disagree with that.
0: OK, so counterpoint, you can look at a player who performs at a high level consistently over the course of five to six weeks and be like, this player is like always good and always popping off, versus players that have very high peaks and high valleys. Um, because it's possible, right, for one player to like, especially because of strength of schedule, maybe one team gets to go up against three mediocre teams over the course of three days and just like demolishes these people and uh, they get player of the week versus players who have to consistently perform against teams of all levels and they end up like looking better over the course of the split, Right. I agree with that. Um, so then, so, so
8: then, it, it, uh, part, part of what prompted me to uh, uh, put this take in, in the first place is that I know player of the games count for MVP votes at the end, of, and player of the weeks don't. And um, there's a bit of a like difference there that is strange to me. That I kind of wanted to have a conversation about, of like. Why do we count Player of the Games, which I think are voted on by all the same people, but not Player of the Weeks? And, like, do, does this award actually mean anything? Like, why, what is the purpose of this? Wait,
0: game? when did... Or is it just an
8: excuse to have an interview?
0: Mark, am I insane? When did Player of the game start getting counted for MVP? A couple years ago, I think. It's done in other regions, too. so LCK
1: gets okay. Yeah, LCK has always done it, and I think we copied it from them semi-recently. Okay. Semi recently meaning again a couple of years. But, okay, you
0: know. well, this I don't fault myself for being ignorant to what cast you were doing that people got excited about. I do ca- fault myself for not realizing this. I don't. I I feel like it's not communicated very prominently, but Observer knows uh, that, it and a, I didn't.
8: It so. was a conversation last year because Takui had a bunch of um, player of the games that I think he had the most, and so they gave him a bunch of points. So I think he snuck into like third team All Pro off of that or something.
0: Maybe they've also not been that surprised because most of the time you kind of know who the MVP is by the time it, it hits. Uh, yeah. All right.
1: Uh, I don't know. Uh, Cubby, did you have something before I, I tangent yeah. a little bit?
0: I
2: mean, for me, like, the two frontrunners for me are Blaber and JoJo, and I think JoJo needs to have a little bit of a redemption because, unfortunately, when it comes to these awards, recency bias counts a little bit, and JoJo did go 0-3. Uh, this past week. I will say that part of the O3, I think, that's uh, how EG plays. Like, uh, what was the fly quest game? That game was over so fast for the side of EG. And EG, I think, play very aggressive early and sometimes take risks. They didn't work. So I think that this is just kind of like things catching up to EG. And again, this is kind of where I expect their team to be in. Um, Blabber has six. And I think JoJo has four when it comes to Pogs. So those are the two... Like front runners, I think for MVP, with at the moment for me, Blabber is like my front runner by a pretty decent enough margin to say that he'd be my MVP at the split ended tomorrow. Um, I just think Player of the Week is it's a hey, you played these sets, th- this set of three games really well. Where so for me, that really doesn't matter nearly as like much as Pogs. I think that when you're gonna look at the split as a whole, like counting up Pogs matters more instead of like. All right, and at eighteen game season, like what clump of three games? You know, I don't want to give extra points for that, like being on a hot streak. Uh, I don't think that matters when you count up the eighteen games at the end.
1: Yeah, I pretty much uh, agree with with everything you said. I think the uh, Pogs are are more indicative to the to the caller's point, being like, why is the player of the week an MVP candidate but never one player of the week or something? Whereas at least Pogs, it does seem to match where it's like Blabber and Jojo are the two MVP candidates. For most people, and then people struggle to find a third that's not another C9 player or Insanity, who I think Ridder. um unfortunately and I was gonna say the other problem is for most of the other positions like for Golden Guardians, most of those guys are also not gonna win first team all pro. And it's really hard yeah. to win an MVP when like, okay, I agree River is insane, but Blabber's yeah. better. And yes. then I'm like, Well, how am I gonna, you know? So I think I think Who He might have an outside shot for that reason. I think Who He is the best support in the league this split. Um, and I think maybe Summit has been good enough in top lane and lane that some people might throw some votes his way. Because uh, uh, I did an interview with uh, Dokla about it. And he was like, yeah, he's fucking crazy for the first you know, 15 minutes. And he does damage in teamfights. But then he dies too much. I'm not going to do it. I care too much about not dying side lanes, <laughs> I guess. Uh, but anyways, it, it it is true, I think, that player of the week, people too often vote the 3-0 player. Regardless of how good they actually did, sometimes in that three zero, Prince got it one week, and I was like, "eh, we sure about that, you know?" And I, I think like they called it a narrative can... vote. Yeah, it was absolutely <laughs> <a> narrative vote. <laughs> uh, I don't want to throw my colleagues under the bus. People have their own reasoning and stuff. I was there that week, also. Yeah, I voted Six A that week because I was like, "What the fuck?" Six like absolutely smurfed those games. Like he actually won them two, and they should have won three, but his team yeah. trolled him. Um, and then I think there was like the JoJo versus Armeo week where both of them played very well, and, and Armeo got it. But I think, you know, I think Ar- JoJo probably should have gotten it because most of the leads like were created by him, or like you know. So like it's it's tough, but I do think it is a good call out that like, hey, player of the weeks don't like hold up that well in in retrospect sometimes.
0: I just don't know if I see the the link between MVP and player of the week as much. No, so like-
1: I, I agree. I agree with with Cubby, who's who said like I don't like I don't think player of the week should feed into because the, the caller asked what's the point of a player of the week? I think it's just to say hey that player had a good week and you give him a little statue and a sponsored interview. I was about to say it's, it's a sponsor cool. sponsor requirement. <laughs> it's a sponsor film. It's the purpose. of it. Hey, no, it it, ex- it it would probably exist even without a sponsor requirement. Okay, we sold it because it's cool. Interview's is good. Like, you probably you probably would not get a 3D printout statue if it wasn't sponsored. But yeah, those are cool. I don't think it needs to play into something at the end of the season versus like you can pick up player of the games, a lot of them and be like, well, this person played really well over all these games, whereas like a three like a three game split shouldn't matter more than like three spread out.
0: Hey, thanks so much, Observer, for the call. Anything you want to shout out before we go on to the next caller? Just
8: one quick note there. I, I actually agree. I don't think the thing should actually point in there. I mostly just wanted to bring up that the Voting's been a little weird, and when you look back at it, some of them just don't really make sense from like a performance perspective. Um, so, yeah, uh, in terms of shout out, shout out AOE Gold down in Challengers League, they've had a much better uh, second round robin than the first. am yes, excited to see how far they can go in playoffs.
2: Yes, they have. Will is a fun jungler, and yeah, the team's got some good things going for them.
0: Very good. Thank you so much for the call, yeah. and we'll catch you next time. Challengers enjoyers, yes. I know. What's going on? Are these your plants, Cubby? Are they showing up here because of you?
2: Yeah, the the fake actors. The, the PayPal's been active
0: today. Uh, all right. We got Michael here. Michael, where are you calling from? Oh, Michael, I see your microphone lighting up. Uh-oh. Okay. Let me try. Is this the Discord? Uh, I'm calling. Oh, oh, oh. Got him at the end. Oh. Hello, Michael, where are you calling from? I feel like he's lagging.
1: Yeah, it's weird.
0: Let's try it on air, two. Okay. Oh, yeah. Michael, can you
1: hear us? What the fuck is this nonsense? All right. Oh. Oh.
0: Hello. Hello. Hi. Yeah. Can you respond right now to me saying this? Can you hear me? Me? Oh yeah. He's definitely lagging. Okay. We're gonna send Michael back to the okay. waiting room. He can figure out the lag I, situation. I'm just a little laggy. All
1: right. <laughs> how about this? How about Michael says his take, but he doesn't get to interact with us?
0: I just think the internet will be better for Michael if we get another caller. We should give him a okay. set attempt. Okay, okay, okay. That's fine. All right. Uh Michael goes off. We find another caller. By the way, if anybody's watching live, can you guys do me a favor? I need to test something. Can you hover your cursor over the screen and click the purple crown? And then if it says like sub or whatever, free sub, just hit that button. Let me see if it works. I just need to test the functionality of this new widget on Twitch. Okay, Xanafal, it worked for them, presumably. Anybody else, that purple crown widget, is it working for any of you? Um, I uh, No, it's not working for you guys? Okay. All right. Oh, oh, it looks like it worked for Jazzy Reporter and Billy Spilgrimage. All right. We got Dixie Cup here. Dixie Cup, where are you calling from?
9: I am calling from Los Angeles, California.
0: Los Angeles, California. Ooh. What what do you want to talk about on the show?
9: Um, I wanted to talk about, I feel like the LCS players do not take enough opportunities to put their face out there. So for example, like coming on Hotline League, like No offense to Cubby and everything. Love Cubby. Cubby's great. Um, But, like, why are LCS players not doing more opportunities to get their face out there, whether that be streaming, whether that be coming on, like, Hotline League, and things like that? I know they get paid a good amount of money to play in the LCS, but this is coming from a fan that, one, I love North America. I hope they do well. But it's coming more from a sense of, I want these players who play and support us in North America that have a longevity lifestyle. So, like, why are they not doing more to put their name out there for when, for example, JoJo playing super well does amazing um, on the stage. Why is he not putting his name out there more um, for when in three years from now maybe JoJo is a past thought and he has a streaming career because he's built this up in the past. So that is... Kind of my take. So
0: JoJo is probably the best example of this, but I will say that two, two kind of counter arguments in defense of the players, which I, I realize people hate anytime so many defense players. There are a decent amount of players who stream now, I think. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen Dokla, Tactical, Fudge. Uh, some some folks are saying Eminem does. So it looks like a lot of the C9 players do. Some days streaming. Revenge does streams. Some Shin says quid streams. I think there's a lot. Busio says David. Gerg says who he. So I think there's a decent amount of players who are streaming. And sadly, I don't know if people are noticing that they're streaming. And so I think that that's part of it. Um, And I think a lot of it, too, is like people are not going. None of these folks have become like mega personalities because we rotate players in and out of the league every five seconds. And so a lot of them have not gotten to the point yet where they're streaming like Ellis just popped in. Yeah, chat. Yeah, I was says, about to say they're all streaming to low hundred or sub hundred viewers. They can't build a brand off that. Collabs almost never happen and their socials are dead. People don't realize how hard becoming a large stream is or even mid-sized now. I think that's mm. part of it. It's kind of a chicken, the, the egg situation where like the league cannot push a ton of viewers to you. So you don't get a lot of viewers and then people aren't catching.
1: Well, I think the big problem is that the league doesn't push viewers to their streams. like. Mm. discoverability has always been bad on twitch like you it's very hard to do that and you know the socials of teams and the youtube for teams are all way 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 down um but realistically these players should be getting more it's just like i don't think the league has like pushed their twitch channels or in like like growth is harder now and the league is obviously not doing as well in viewership and like doesn't have the same pull that it once had we're like back in the day if you joined tsm and you were the new mid laner like bam or like whatever position, like you you become famous instantly. And like that doesn't happen anymore. But I also don't think it should be as bad as it is for guys like Dokla at 100 viewers and stuff like LS is talking about. Like it is very hard to become even mid size right now. But I think it could be done with the LCS and the orgs actually bolstering these players up. But I think a lot of people don't do it because uh there's no incentive for them to. So like yeah. it doesn't or not any direct incentive to do it also want to hop on what Medic just dropped in chat too.
2: Like consistency being hard because obviously this is not a full-time job. Whereas a lot of streamers uh, like what LS was talking about in chat. This is a full-time job for content creators, right? Uh, and a lot of content creators put in the full-time effort to just do the stream. Whereas for players, a lot of it is an afterthought. And I think where orgs have, I think, gotten stagnant is some of the packages and what they do to actually help players with their own stream. Uh, like broadcast value has gone up a lot throughout the years. A lot of players is just kind of like one scene throwing a client. Um, they get a window that like flips through the sponsors for the team and that's about it. I think that there are some things that teams could do to actually bridge the gap and try and help players actually have a nicer stream when they first boot up. Also from the business side of things where a lot of org or like money is going because things have gotten so saturated in the space and there are so many creators, a lot of like people that actually put money into content creators they've narrowed up where they're putting in money because there are big creators that they can work with. And if they pay more to work with big creators, they don't have to pay as many managers to actually manage what used to be kind of like small to mid tier streamers or events that were going on for tournaments. So like kind of like money has just gotten narrowed up. uh, And there's the same amount of money just going to fewer people uh, who can afford to do this full time, but it's really tough now to kind of bridge that gap. Uh, to try and like get yourself to the place where you can actually afford to have uh, your own things. Like I, I can't remember the last time I saw a player like have their own ad, uh, or like have like their own deal. Like they were able to negotiate like outside their team. Whereas way back when, I I don't want to say that was common, but I feel like players had more opportunities. Like when Riot originally lifted the vid off of League players and said you can stream other games. Because that used to <laughs> be. That was a thing. only yeah. that was
0: only for three weeks, though. Cubby. Yeah. Like, yeah, weeks, yeah, yeah. like a it, weeks, yeah.
2: It, it was, yeah. but like once they to that lid off, you saw a lot more opportunity, especially because it lasted longer for casters. Uh so like that's when you were able to see like them start to make their own content. I feel like there was more of a, a boon or a spike from like 2015 to 17, and things are just more well, saturated now. Not just in but like in gaming as a well.
1: whole. Well, yeah, but like I mean, no offense to Travis and I, we have 770, which is like not even great for our own viewership, and then. Like, uh if you look at the English-speaking League of Legends streamers right now, we're like on the third row, and then the only the next LCS person is someday at two thirty-six, and then there's a handful of other people streaming right now. Doklas at like, well,
0: that's just because those 100. guys made the terrible yeah, decision Dokla, to stream Dokla's against Hotline.
9: It, yeah, and, oh, yeah, and that's I guess that's my point. It's more not towards the players, but especially after this conversation, I think I thought. Like, as an outsider looking in, I know they have um, scrams, they have all this stuff. It's more towards, I guess, the league as a whole of like, why are they not pushing these players who mm-hmm. uh, and orgs of, hey, we have Someday at 236, we have Dokla at 76, I see right now. We have Yep, fake- Yon at
1: 69, even Yon even at, 69, fake at 109.
9: At yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's like, why can we not And all these orgs putting money into these content creators outside of their actual sports? Like let's promote these people that are actually playing the sport and help them build a longevity outside of the career when they're not going to inevitably play. Like not everyone's a double if that plays for 10 years, right? People play for three years and, but it helps them build a career where they can build alongside of that over the years and help have a sustainable life.
0: So, so a couple of other things, uh, one, I do think this criticism was better made in the past. And then I, because I, I remember we did used to complain about this. I actually think that probably not because of us, but in general, more players did start streaming, perhaps because they realized that it was probably a good idea to start hedging their bets. Um, two, I do think that there are some people that can balance it because clearly they do. Like we. It, it it is a fair call out that Medic is saying where it's like hard to do it consistently, but also like some players do do it consistently. So clearly some can. Um, three, I think one thing to call out is that the players themselves, I don't think, do a good job of tweeting or talking about this stuff. Like I interview these players, they do not shout out their streams in my interviews
1: with them, which is troll as fuck.
0: They get interviewed on 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 LCS. I doubt LCS would freak out if at the end. Fudge was like, wait, wait, wait. Make sure you watch me on Fudgy Cakey on Twitch or whatever it is his handle is. Like, there are ways for them to leverage promotion of their streams in ways that they aren't doing now. So, I think that is a fair call out. Um, and I think that they should just like, they, they should just really do as much as they can of that because I think that there are, are lots of ways they could do it. And I, I think it'd be hard for people to get angry with them doing it. The last thing is you mentioned Hotline League. Unfortunately, the scrim schedule when it got changed and also when Mark and I moved from 8 to 7, it did become a lot harder for players to come on because we have tried to book players. Like Insanity was down, but they book late-night scrims and they end around 8 or 9. So it's hard for the players to come on Hotline League um, even though I think we would love to have them on and I know a lot of players who would be down to come on the show. Um, Now, I already say that and then the players are coincidentally in the chat whenever that's happening, but... Um, I think, well, I think yeah, but it's easy for to
1: pop in time. for for two seconds and write some like t- tactical shit post for three minutes and fucks off. It doesn't mean you got two hours free. And I think the pros have done a good job with like the LCS content of doing more. Um, and I think how we actually get viewers to watch these guys on their personal streams is something yeah. like, hey, come on holland League, we'll raid you after directly, immediately, for at least you know, I've uh, uh,
0: got some obligations sometimes, but.
1: Nope, that's Travis. What's more important to the longevity
10: of the scene? By the way, we pulled LS. He's in here. Hello. No, I know.
0: I was going to say I noticed another caller snuck in here. Mm. Caller, what's your name and where are you calling from? Uh,
10: my name's Nick. I'm from South Korea. Nice. We love having yeah. international callers call into the
0: show. <laughs> yes. What would you like to? Are you a big LCS fan, Nick from South Korea? I know LCK. I, LCKs I, I watch there. LCS every week. Oh, awesome. Okay. Well, we love to hear
10: about international callers that watch <laughs> LCS. What is your? What do you like to to say on the show? Mm-hmm. Well, no, I I just asked uh, to join, particularly like on this take, because I think that a lot of people, uh, again, they don't realize how difficult it is to brand grow, and this was something I always tried to be really vocal about with like Fudge back in the day when he was on C9 or like Max Waldo, Nemesis, like people that I've had on my streams, right? And Dom has people on his streams, and the other thing that I think a lot of people are not realizing about these LCS players is that. The, the average league audience is in their mid-20s, right? Now, nowadays. Yep. Um, and the other problem is that even if LCS ends or shows end, etc., it's really difficult to attract organic Twitch viewers to the stream. And when there's not collaborations going on and people hate using socials or they finish a long day of like scrims or whatever else, they don't want to be doing all of these other things to grow their brands. And that's where the difficulty is.
0: What do you do you, do you think that there are ways they they should be doing this or like is there some sort of solution for this that that you're that you've thought of, Ellis? Because clearly so think, they have to grow their brands, right? Like we need that as well. And right. so I guess I guess it's like how what are, are there
10: ways for them to balance this? So one of the things that I think is like kind of nuts is, and I understand that he's uh, being like sort of canceled right now. Um, is there was that fanatic ADC player, Reptile. And for the last month, he was doing all these infographics with, like, eighty carry itemization and builds. And he was getting insane views on his tweets. His, I played like, the Kai'Sa build. Tweets. I
9: played his Kai'Sa build. I will say that. Sure, like, sure,
10: sure. And people <laughs> were talking about it. There were pro players that were engaging with him. No one knew who this guy was if you go back a couple of months. Literally no one. Um, so he was actually doing really good content creation. And he was he was targeting stuff that it's a market that people don't want to do it. And they CBA. Um, but it's already really difficult getting pro players on, like, co-streams. Like, Travis, you said uh, just a couple of minutes ago, like, even when you do interviews with them, they don't actually try to plug any of their socials. They don't engage. Um, and even when they do stream, it feels like more to them they're doing it almost because they have to or that something else is going on. But I think the solution to it... Well, one thing that I think actually should change is Riot should bring back duo DuoQ uh, for higher MMR. Because I think that's one of the things that made pro players stop doing with each other. Um, And when they're doing with each other, they're probably incentivized to stream. Um, Like 2v2v2 mode is actually kind of nuts because we've had so many collabs with people that you would never get to see in a collaborative game mode with each other. So I think this new game mode is going to be insane, and I hope that pro players utilize it. But I think Riot also should bring back Hiram Mara Duo Queue.
1: I think uh, it's definitely true that i don't know how much of it is like laziness versus like some people just don't legitimately know how to grow their streams like they turn it on and they stream but like they don't know how to be entertaining they're not good at that it doesn't come natural to them um and like a lot of pros i think do just kind of like turn the stream on and hope that they grow and it doesn't happen they don't know what to do um i think someone else who has done a really good job building their brand in the last like year is molecule i know he's not a pro player but like
0: yeah
1: this guy like i don't know where he came from but just all his content yeah, a year or two ago, yeah. he just started tweeting at me and everyone else in the scene. And it's <laughs> like, wait, you're you're providing value on Twitter. I like your infographics. You're, you're yeah. like asking questions about builds. Like, fuck yeah, I'll interact. With, if you do something cool, people will like interact with you. And I yes. think a lot of pros are so busy with scrims and all these other things. They don't think about how to like, like the number one thing you can ever do in life, any field, is figure out how to provide value. And like Molecule found that out with making yep. easily digestible graphics on Twitter for people to reference and like help aggregate information and stuff like that and and he's up to 21k followers now which i know is not insane but like when the first time i clicked on his profile i think he had like 500 you know so like and he's a nice guy he seems easy to talk to like he's chill so like I, i think i don't know if pros could do exactly what he does but like there is still room for people to grow you just have to be smart about what you're doing
0: no, I think yeah. all that is is very fair, and I appreciate you calling in on this LS because I know you and I have talked about this even I, Nick, maybe Nick. on a, a previous. Yeah, name oh, Nick! Sorry, 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 <laughs> Nick. Nick. That's right. That's right. Uh, not to confuse you with any other dicks that are in South Korea. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I appreciate you calling in and sharing this take uh, because mm-hmm. I think there is a lot of conversation around the brand building stuff, and it's like, Dixie Cup. I think I like your call a lot because. Because it is fair to point out, like, like it allowed us to point out, hey, these guys are streaming, but maybe they're not doing the best job of getting the news out there that they're streaming, and mm-hmm. they need to take more advantage of that stuff. So I think that's mm-hmm. very good. Uh, we're running up on time. Otherwise, I would keep Nick around longer, uh, because I know everyone loves when Nick calls in. Uh, but Dixie Cup, anything you want to shout out before we say goodbye?
9: Um, I'll just shout out Cubby. Like, Cubby, you rock. uh Miami OH, I'm an alumni as well, and you helped start the the program that I majored in. So I appreciate you. I see you wearing that uh, that uh, quarter zip right now. So yeah, I appreciate it. Um, well, thanks. And yeah, it, and also I'll shout out to hundred thieves. They did a watch party for Valorant tonight in LA. I went. It was a blast. Like orgs, get out there, uh, like interact with your fans, man. We appreciate it. We love it. Um, and, uh, just shout out to the hotlining boys. We love, uh, we love what you do.
0: Yeah. Thank you. And Nick from Korea, anything you would like to shout out? Just sub to Travis with, uh, Twitch prime. That's it. Thank you very much. I really appreciate the shout out. We'll hopefully get you back on in the future again, Nick.
1: Okay. All right. See you. Bye. Thanks. (laughs) Um, something I just someone someone mentioned Doinby in chat, and I was like, oh yeah, you don't need to be a world champion to leak everyone's shit. Like, why is there no NA player Doimby who's just like fucking rumor mill out the butt? You know, during the off season, like Double why not? Gotten lazy, you know.
2: That, that's gotta yeah. be it, right?
1: Yeah, if, if if Double is not doing it, the market is open for a pro player to just leak shit everywhere. I uh, there are some interesting leaks. There are even some uh going
2: on right now that fans might find interesting about LCS. Wait, what? Leak. I don't you know. do it. You oh, do me? it. Cubby. Oh, who knows. Yeah. Where know? is this leak? You say going on
0: right now. Where? Uh, you know uh tournament realm. Who knows? Anybody got tournament realm access? Mark, fire that shit up.
1: I I could actually go on tournament realm right now, but I'm not going to. I'm going to get the next caller so I can get out of here.
0: Okay. <laughs> Thank you to uh multilateral dev. It's Pena, Billy's Pilgrimage, Jazzy Reporter. Uh, Z. Warden, D9 Bartlett, Sethy Poo, and Z. Crisper. Thank you, everybody, for the sub Hurry
1: up, before Michael Dawn's uh, the internet booms again. Michael
0: Dawn is back. Michael, where are you calling from? I'm calling from the middle of
11: Norway, Utah.
0: And what do you want to talk about on the show?
11: Uh, basically, I ran the numbers, and no matter who you vote for, several pro players in each role are going to Get snubbed for
0: all pro. All right, could you explain how this works? Caller, the internet is struggling. Could you elaborate a little bit, Michael? Oh boy, we
1: need- Michael, just say your um, take. No matter. Okay, just go, and we will let listen.
11: Yeah. I am saying that no matter who you vote for. Multiple pro players in each role are going to get snubbed for all pro. Explain. Um, well, only three players in each role can actually get all pro. So, like, the two players that don't get all pro uh, are getting snubbed. So, like, I called in at, before the split started and said uh, I predicted that Pioshik would get all pro. So, I was looking at, like, say, junglers, and we've got Pioshik, Blabber, River, Boogie, and Armeo, who have all had arguably all pro worthy performances and all of them are probably going to get all pro votes and all of them deserve it. Uh, but only three of them can get all pro. So like Boogie and Armeo are probably going to get snubbed this split.
0: split. And, and do you see that across all roles or just the jungle role where you just feel like there's, there's a lot of really good players and they just are not able to, there's not enough space for them.
11: Yes, it's definitely all roles. And the only role that I think isn't as competitive is support where it's like, who he core chiman's ven were the only four players that I really saw as all pro candidates. Uh and then ADC is super stacked, the split, and that has the most. Do but all have, do all you have a list have of
0: each too. of these roles you can just give us really quickly?
11: Yeah. So top lane, I had Summit, Revenge, Fudge, Rich, Licorice. Uh, I already did jungle. Uh mid lane, I had Jojo, Gory, Insanity, Eminem's Palafox. Um, and ADC, I had Berserker, Unforgiven, Yon, Tomo, Tactical, and Stixay, and maybe even double
0: Doublelift. Uh, all right, uh, well, this makes me not looking forward to voting next week, but... Um...
1: Coward! I feel like, on on surface level, sure, I agree with Michael Don. I also feel like, though, people think that just because someone's good, they deserve an All-Pro vote. There's a lot of people who I think had good splits. So there's no fucking way I'm voting them for all pro at the end of the day. Um, like who? You know, like lift. Like uh, I thought he played pretty good this split. I wish he had a better team, but there's no fucking way he's going over any of the people that was just listed there, except Tactical. He, like, sure, he probably played better than Tactical, um, but like, yeah, the other guys are, are getting votes over him. Um, and to so, add on know. to this, um, Tactical. None of the FlyQuest
11: players. None of the FlyQuest players even did well like normally they would be all pros so you're missing all of the five quest players from this too which is crazy
1: yeah but they would have taken like to me they would have taken so not much really they eleven th- <laughs> well i think he's saying like if they were you know top yeah. three like we projected yeah. but like if they're top three then EG's probably not top like i don't know it, it solves itself for me i feel like there's legitimately sometimes where like both guys in the three position or the two position or like whatever position um have you know legitimate credit to it but i think a lot of them i can actually maybe just I just have a, a, a stronger opinion about what I think is good and not like rich. I'm sorry, buddy. I love you. I was hyping you up a lot, but I'm probably cutting your ass off my all pro vote. Um, yeah, always but, had a bit of a, wouldn't, but like
11: you can argue that rich deserves all pro, right? Like that's a legitimate argument in this split.
1: Someone I, can make it probably won't be me making it. Not if there
2: are three spots and the spots and there are three people ahead of them. Cause I think I'm putting three top laners ahead of rich for sure. I am too, but like, yeah, uh, so I, I, for rich. me, like I mean, there can be close votes for roles. Like I think last split mid was uh, just a, a mosh pit. Yeah. Uh, that I had, I, I still had JoJo in my top three, which was controversial. Uh, I didn't get a vote, but that, that was like on my own list. But I honestly, any, I, I really didn't even count like people's opinions when it came to mid because I thought mid was like that close and confusing. Uh, I, I thought like Gory had to be on the list, and like that was it. Uh, yeah. I think that it just kind of depends on the split and the role. I don't think that's like necessarily snubs. Uh, the only thing like I will consider snubs is like, I mean, the, the play has to speak for it. But like, let's say, for example, uh, Blab like Blabber, just because like River is going to get second team all pro jungler and Blabber is going to get first. I don't think River got snubbed, right? Now, if it was flipped. Uh, but that means
11: Pioshik is getting snubbed because he was the best jungler in the LCS this split.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Well, this is just I, I him guess... trying to live up to his week one call. <laughs> all right. Like all right well, I mean, I, I do saying, respect right. it
1: yeah. in a way. I mean, P- Piątek probably will get like some third team nods. I could see him getting it, uh, depending on your opinion of Armeo and how much this slide continues. Like he could drop out of a lot of people's all pro voting. Uh, yep. You know, like I, I don't. I think that there's there'll be some positions after this next week where I feel like, ooh, I wish I had one more vote, but I don't think right now. It, like just gut checking each of those roles as you went through them, I felt like I could pick out my three pretty quick. I I, I also, think the uh, subs
0: or the snubs occur more often whenever you you see somebody who most people think don't deserve to be there but got there on name recognition. Like there was one split where Core I think played his like worst split, but still made it in even though like a less I forget who it was like a less popular support player should have been in there like Vulcan or something like that. At the time it was a couple of years ago, and so I think I who we those, missed and Core got it that was the snub. Yeah, I, th- and, I yeah. think they are, like, if it's like, oh, you could make an argument for both these players, and the, it's kind of a toss-up, like, I don't consider that a snub, I'm, I, because it's like, just fucking play better than the other player, like, if you want to get on there, then make it so that there's not an argument for that person versus you, I think it's more of a snub whenever it's like, wow, this player played phenomenal, and they were definitely ahead, but then, like, somebody who clearly didn't deserve it caught it, you know? Um. Assuming that the voting
11: works the same way this year that it always does, I think it's going to mean that we're going to see some really awkward all pros because the votes are going to be way more split. split, I think
0: that is a good, uh, that is a fair thing, right? Where like you could see a situation where you're like, hey, this year we might have the most, the craziest, closest voting in almost every role that we've ever had. I I could definitely see that as a take care that feels a little bit more in line versus sort of like the snub language, but yeah.
11: I don't know. Just trying to be sensationalist for the internet. You
0: know? No, that's good. That's how you get Mark to pull you. Uh, anything that you want to shout out before we go on to the last caller? Uh, yeah. Shout out, as always, Energy Demonte. Uh, and I think that's all. Yeah. Very good. Thank you so much for the call, and we'll catch you. Yep. See you later. All right. Uh, shout out to Damon Blaze for the sub. Mark is grabbing our last caller, and then I'll stick around on stream for a little bit. I've already ordered some food for a TGI mukbang. All right, we got Yves, how do you say your name, caller? Hey, Travis, uh, I'm Ivan, but you can call me Eve's or Ivan,
12: it's okay, either way.
0: Okay, Yves, Ivan. Where are you calling from? Yeah. I'm calling from Buenos Aires, Argentina. Argentina, dude, we've had a lot yeah. of international callers tonight. <coughs> cool. Uh, that's awesome. Where? Uh, what do you want to talk about on the show tonight? So, my take is, Blabber will win his third MVP
12: and will be considered one of, if not the best, North American player ever.
0: Ah, this is the, the, this harkens all the way back to the Tim Seven Houston copy copypasta that I haven't seen him post in a while because he's part of 100 Thieves now, where he says, how long is it going to take before Blabber's overtakes Doublelift as the greatest North American player or something like that? Uh, why do yeah. you think he's going to win MVP? So last uh, broadcast, Mark shared some
12: stats about uh, the frontrunner for MVP. And I think Blaber was way ahead of all the junglers. And if you see all the other candidates, for example, Jojo Bian, or Insanity or maybe someone from GG, like Hoohy, I think he has been the most consistent, either in his wins and also his losses. I think when Blaber is looking great, Sinai will probably win. And I also think he's going to 3-0 this week, and Sinai will finish first. And resisting biased is a pretty common thing in LCS.
0: Yeah, I think going into this weekend, like my eyes are kind of on EG to see and JoJo to see if he can he can take it. But I do think Blabber is probably my front runner for MVP. Uh, we can all kind of talk about this because we have one more week to go, and then I guess it's a little bit more secretive. But Mark and Cubby, what do you guys make of this?
3: Um,
1: I feel like if jojo has another like a, a good bounce back week and kind of plays at the level he did for the first round robin i lean towards him uh i think both of them are the, the number one number two i think both of them have that kind of unlock they're both first all pro in their position i don't really think anyone's taking Jojo's spawn no matter what i think the thing for me would be like to take this player out of the team argument what happens i think um c9 despite the fact that i totally believe that joe uh excuse me blabber is the engine for that team and the most important player on their team and and the the mvp for that team i think there are still more pieces around and if you pull jojo out of eg that team might collapse (laughs) and just be like bottom half of the league with another mid laner in there um so that's kind of the argument you would have but that can only take you so far and if they end up like fourth or fifth with like a one, two week or something like that and get really overtaken in the standings. Like, I'm sorry. I really think you are incredible Jojo, but you're not so incredible that you've boosted this team to top three. So I, I really think he needs a top three finish, which probably means going like two and one and looking good while doing it.
0: Yeah. I think that's very fair. Uh, Cubby, how about you?
1: I agree. I, I said that earlier.
2: Uh, I think Jojo needs to be Hemi Butler. If he actually wants to take home the MVP, uh, I will say for Blabber, uh, right now, I would favor him. Uh, C9's the best team. And I think that Blabber, the biggest compliment I can give Blabber is that I feel like he has rounded out his play a little bit. Like, going back and looking at Blabber throughout his career, I mean, they were metas. Like, I remember the MSI where it was Rumble Morgue Jungle, where Blabber, like, looked lost. I think that Blabber uh, has really evolved into being a much more consistent player where he does hit the high highs that he hits. Uh, when this guy takes a skirmish, the amount of skirmishes that he actually wins is very impressive to me. Uh, I, I think that when he takes fights, he takes them really well. And I think that that has just only improved, uh, also with how he plays map, uh, and jungle is the strongest role in NA from top to bottom. And the gap between blabber and the rest continues to be as big as it is, which is, I think honestly the biggest compliment, the most impressive thing about blabber. Uh, so I, I think that at the moment I still favor him. But yeah, I, I completely agree with Mark's argument that if Jojo is the reason why his team top threes and EG puts up a big week, like the numbers that Jojo has put up throughout the split are ridiculous. And he <coughs> is the guy in that roster. Like he has to be the guy uh, in order for that roster to be successful. So I'm really interested to see what happens in, in this last week. I think it's a two horse MVP race for me right now.
0: Okay, right, Stage two of this question Blabber becomes, I think we can already say he's one of the best North American players of all time, but if, are we saying if the the best, is he number two to double lift right now? Does he become number one if he gets MVP? No, he's
1: not. Titles. Yeah. I, I, I yeah, will so- predict that he becomes the best North American player of all time when he retires, but like, you don't have to declare that yet. Because I don't think that's true. I think double lift. In... Oh no. Did we lose Mark? Being Smithy, it's just the argument that uh he's he's lacking. He needs like one big pop off international tournament, I think. Right. Mark froze up yeah, there so for think... a second, but we got him.
0: Oh
12: yeah. So I think championships are the biggest thing, right? Because uh double lift has eight, I believe, and Beersen has six and Blaber has only BLCS championships. Yeah, it's I not just that. It's I also win, like we'll
0: it's also the situation that for a long like Double Lift's narrative is helped by the fact that he did it on so many different teams. That like for a long time, the number one factor in did you win the split was was lift on your team. And so, I I think that that's one of the things that Blaber has a heart like. And I don't think that that means that Blaber needs to switch teams or something like that to eventually get it, but. Uh, it it is just like such a strong motivator in terms of of Peter's legacy, at least from my perspective. I don't know if anybody disagrees.
1: Well, uh, I mean, I don't. I'm sorry, my internet's just being dog water all of a sudden. Um, yeah, I think. Double is harder to catch because he has a lot of stuff and longevity. I think the thing that the case for why I have so much faith in blabber is he has done it through a couple metas now. Uh, it's also the pace at which he's done it. Um, the fact that he has won so much so quickly, so young, you know, like if you look at a lot of the other goats, like most of them t- didn't have such a hot streak. I guess Bjergsen kind of did and then dropped off uh, early on in his career, um, whereas is like dominated in the middle of his career, I guess you would say, or, or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's it's a very good promise for him that he's he's so young and is presumably still addicted to Lee. He seems like a total grinder.
0: All right. Well, hey, thank you so much. Uh, I, is it Ivan? One more time. Yeah, Ivan. Ivan, thank you so much, Ivan, for the call. I really appreciate it. I think it's a conversation. I even if it's a short call for now. I think that this will be continuing to be a discussion for many years, uh, which I think will be a fun one. So I appreciate you bringing it up. And maybe you just call in at the end of every split with the same take uh, any time it looks like Blaver's going to win MVP and we can get you on. Uh, but thanks sure. so much for calling in. Anything you want to shout out? Um, yeah, I want to shout out
12: um, Holland Ling, of course. I have been consuming this content for several years. and never had the courage to call because I think my English is not that good. But thanks for having me, guys. And shout out to the LCS content, which I think it has been awesome, probably the best in the last few years. And shout out to Kavi. I hope you get the, the job, the LCS full-time job, because I think your cast is very good. And shout out to Travis, who has been providing us click content for several years. And yeah, that will be all. Dude, and Alienware also, of course.
0: Your English is better than a lot of our callers, so don't worry. You should always really good. You can call yeah. yeah, Thank you so much for the call. We'll catch you uh, hopefully in the future. Yeah. See you guys. See ya. See ya. All right. That is the show. Uh, a little bit over time, uh, but we did start a little late, so I don't totally get it. But uh, Cubby, what do you want to shout out? What do you want to plug? Uh, Challengers League. Uh, we have our last
2: of the regular season tomorrow, and I think we have some really good, uh, honestly, the most competitive playoffs that we have. I think TLC are still our number one team, but I, I think that we actually have like seven good teams going into playoffs, so I think it's be really fun uh and then you know uh my stream since travis was like pros need to shout out their stuff more at the end of interviews uh you can see my twitter above but that's the same for my twitch stream too give me a follow i usually just go over the Challengers league games and sometimes i play some solo queue i failed my master's promos this past week so that was a bummer uh but we'll we'll see if we climb in the next split might play a little bit more because uh my split ends august 9th
0: and uh and for those that are listening to the podcast cubby's handle because you can't see it is uh cubby xx so
2: ah uh, yes that's uh i'm still failing I, I i play i i should be an example for the players
0: yeah. no, no no it's fine it's fine it's always i think a lot of people don't realize we distribute audio so yeah. uh mark what do you want to shout out and plug
1: Nothing. Uh, just shout out what it's over just shouting out the, 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 the i'm shouting out the thing i'm doing tomorrow night yeah. i'm doing the, the soul fire thing yeah. i don't know exactly what channel it's going to be on but Follow me, Cubby, Ovely, or not Cubby, God, me, Kobe, Ovely, flowers to to nowhere.
0: But you can also follow Cubby, you know, even if Mark thinks you shouldn't follow Cubby based off what he just said, you could also follow Cubby.
2: It it sounds like that event's going to be awesome, by the way. Uh, and I know that there might be some announcements that are getting teased, so you might want to tune in.
12: Oh. Who knows? Oh.
1: Maybe. Hmm? Dude. Mark, any thoughts? I, I don't know what you're talking about, honestly. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, anyway. I, I actually, actually don't.
0: I, well, as if if Mark actually doesn't know, then my speculation would be that, that there's some sort of Project LTs or something like that because it's a fighting event, and so it would make sense that you have a fighting game. Anyway, uh, thanks, everyone, for watching. You stay tuned for the video about the TGI state of affairs, and, uh, and if you're a member of the YouTube channel which you can become for $2.99. You can watch all sorts of interviews early. So, Oh, also give me feedback on the new style of interview that I'm doing where we watch the game and talk about it while we do the interview. So thanks, everyone. We'll be back next Monday for Hotline League. See you next time.